This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. And once again, as always, folks, a big shout out to our supporters on Patreon.com, The Daisy Podcast. Our $10 supporters, Scarce Peter Gaming and Dick Donovan, thank you so, so much, guys. Your support is really appreciated. And a massive shout out to our $25 supporter, Jake Snow. I don't know why you do it, mate, but we can't thank you enough for your support for The Daisy Podcast. All the best, folks, and enjoy the show. And welcome to episode 51 of the Daisy Podcast, folks. Mark, how you doing, bud? Great. Not too bad at all. How are you all doing? Not too bad, mate. We are joined today by two guests for this episode. We have X Agony X. How you doing, bud? How's it going, guys? I'm doing well. Hope you guys are doing the same. We are doing okay, mate. And um, someone we've had quite a few requests to have on the uh, show, Mr. Amish Z. How you doing, buddy? What's up, boy? How's it going? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. That is a sweet setup you've got behind you, mate. Some uh, nice um, uh, nerd porn there, mate. I'm well, very, <laughs> very jealous of uh, I love that sort of shit myself, mate. That's fucking awesome. Uh, half of the, the real nerd stuff is over there out of, out of shot. So <laughs> that's where the action yeah. figures are. Have you got a missus? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's it, she's let me have the, like, the third floor as a man cave. So That's, that's pretty awesome, mate. You've yeah. got a good woman there. You've got a, you've got a good woman. That's pretty fucking awesome. What do you think of that setup there, Agony? Agony? Oh, sorry. I uh, yeah. For some reason, my push dog wasn't working. I'm actually using it just so that way I don't have to hear any background noise. But um, I've been looking into getting a lot of posters and wall scrolls myself lately, so I'm pretty envious, honestly. The Zelda yeah. poster specifically is setting it off. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Ocarina of Time fan. <laughs> yeah ocarina is nice i think uh ocarina and that, that whole timeline up to twilight princess is my favorite personally. oh yeah give me a sec honestly still mad there isn't a direct sequel to twilight princess oh yet. nice i hope we get a switch port honestly but yeah shit i could make this a zelda podcast if you guys want to go that route so <laughs> there's, there's some of my nerd stuff there a lot of nice. fallout nice um halo 3 helmet it's from the Halo 3 Collector's Edition, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. No, I don't use my um, headset mic um, scale speeder. I use um, uh, Blue Yeti. <laughs> or as my missus called it, a purple monkey. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love the, um, the that sort of stuff as well. It's just It's just nice to have. Um, I've, I've even got, I've, I've mentioned it a few times, I've even got the power armor helmet from um, Fallout 76, but that's uh, Damn. that's uh, kept away in a cupboard as a sign of shame um, for having fallen for the terrible marketing of um, Fallout 76. Oh, yeah. Give me a second. Honestly, it had potential to be one of the best games survival-wise if they had just focused on making it a survival game instead of catering to Fallout fans thinking that it wasn't going to be a good Fallout game, as odd as that sounds. Yeah, how's uh, my audio now, folks? Is that better? But yeah, no, definitely. Um, it it could have been epic, but there's, there's a really good video. Um, oh, 
who did it? Internet historian, I think, um, on um, Fallout seventy six and what went wrong with it. Um, Very it good video. Just, yeah. Yep. I've heard it's come around though. A, a couple of my friends play it. I, I, I still haven't played it at all, but they said it's really come around when there was that like free weekend like a couple months ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, well, mate, with the, with the assets they have behind them, you would expect that they would uh, be able to bring it around. But oh my God, just for a, for, to, for a title like that to be released in the way it was, was yeah, it makes um, the release of Dead Matter look like um, a AAA operation. <laughs> But yeah, Agony, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Um, honestly, just typical story of any your usual Daisy streamer. Been playing Daisy since about 2016, around like 5,000, 5,300 hours, something like that. So I've been playing since around like five nine or six zero, roughly. Yep. So I've seen the shit show we had before six three, <laughs> <laughs> and then the shit show that was six three itself, but. No, I think we're currently in a, a place that I actually enjoy gameplay-wise. But server-wise, I think we're getting to a split where the uh, player base is kind of divided. So that's kind of um, it's kind of pushed me back a little bit in terms of playing the game and actually enjoying it how it used to be maybe a year or so ago. But mm -hmm. I think one of the topics you guys wanted to cover today was uh, official servers which is kind of one of the reasons that I've taken a step back because I kind of don't think official servers are popping that well lately. But um, I'll save that for later once we get to it. But yeah, just your typical DayZ streamer. I've been playing the game for a while. I used to be an admin for Karma Crew as well. So I've yep. seen things from an admin perspective, which was pretty uh, perspective changing actually entirely. <laughs> Mate, getting involved in a server... Um, can really test your love for Daisy. Uh, have you ever done it, Amish? No, no, God, no. I'm, I'm like, honestly, I'm not actually Amish. Uh, is a question I get all the time. But like, I might as well be when it comes to my knowledge of tech. I could, I would have no idea where to begin with that. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Marks? Have you been involved in, um, in a server? Yeah, I launched my own there for a little while for a few weeks. Uh preparing for Essex and it never released and even just in the small like two week window just amount of times people complain about this and that I gave up in the end I just closed that wasn't I wasn't bothered with it. Wait, is Essex not happening anymore? I thought they were still working on it. It's delayed. They have IRL problems, I think okay. and stuff. So, so that so looks uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it looks like it could have been cool or will be cool hopefully. Yeah, that honestly looked like for me at least, I'm not pleased with any map other than Trinaris. It sounds pretty typical I'm sure, but that looks like a true competitor to Trinaris in my opinion time will tell yeah, time cool. will tell we are, we are spoiled yeah, right it. now with the amount of um, maps that we've got coming up um, um, you yeah, know I'm in talks with a guy who's um, making um, an Aussie themed uh, map which has got obviously me quite excited uh, but yeah. you know, something a bit different I'm, I'm pretty sure even the non-Aussies will um, like it <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading a comment in my chat, Brood Rover. I'm confused. That's not Amish said. I've seen him on cam before, and he has these small beady eyes, a beak, wings, <laughs> all the time. I should have brought Shatter up. I I actually uh, love lurking in your stream. I'm a bird man myself. Sadly, my bird passed away um, about this time last year. He got a flu. Um, he was a little Quaker parrot. Um, but until you've had a bird, you don't know how, how awesome uh, of a pet they can actually be. The intelligence and the love that those little feathered beasts 
because my, my, my Quaker parrot used to love biting me. Um, he had a wicked sense of humor, but oh my fucking God, they're amazing pets, aren't they? Yeah, I wish mine had those qualities, love and uh, intelligence. That'd be great <laughs> if he had that. <laughs> no, if I, if I step out, I'll go grab him. I meant to, I, I forgot. He, he, he's kind of a, a signature of your stream, though. It, it's really cool. You have your little cheddar cam and... Um, uh, uh, there's quite a few people. I see even um, Rhino um, has um, his dog cam, um, and you could use yeah. channel points to make him have to give his dog a treat or give him a scratch, and it 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 just adds a little bit of um, personality or um, you know, um, personal touch to your stream when you have your pet involved like that, Amish. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't ever intend for him to be a part of it. Like, uh, my wife is the bird person. I was always a dog person. We had like a 110-pound red-haired golden retriever growing up. Yep. Uh, but she had cocktails, parakeets. She had all of them. And I just, you know, I figured it was like, it's probably, it sounds like an easy pet to take care of. So uh, I was fine with us getting one. And then just because I'm, I, I worked from home uh, even, you know, before the pandemic, before uh, you know, anything. So I was just always around. So he just ended up always on my shoulder. And I don't know, he just kind of became a part of the channel. They kind of pick a person birds. They're, they're weird like that. Um, yeah, especially like with the Quaker parrots, um, they'll pick who they want to. And luckily for me, you know, the bird was bought for me and it picked me. Um, but once they pick a human, oh my God, they're attached to you. They're yeah, I feel like a Disney princess. When I walk downstairs, he just like flies to me. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm Cinderella. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> this man lives in a movie. So, how long have you been playing Daisy? Um, Agony said that he played since 2016. What about yourself? Uh, shit, I'd have to like pull up my. I have like info on that on my channel, but uh, I I built my PC uh, in 2012, I think. Yeah. Um, this was like a couple PCs ago, but like I built it just to play the mod. Uh, so I've been playing since the mod days, but. I, I don't I don't really recall playing the mod all that much. It, you know, by the time I built my PC and was getting into it, uh, standalone came out, and I hopped on that train and never looked back really. Um, but I did, you know, I did play the mod. I, I mainly played. I actually played Lingor, I think, more than Cherno, uh, Chernaris, uh, at, you know, back in the mod day. But yeah, so I, I've been playing it for that long. It's I just there's nothing like it, honestly. Like I'm addicted. I can't stop. <laughs> It is. It is very addicting, isn't it, Marks? Yeah, it is. It is a, it's one of those games, even though you hate it some days, you'll still always go back to it. Oh, yeah. Always and Agony, you, you've been saying you might be taking a step back for a while, mate. Yeah, I've actually been in the process of taking a step back for the past two months or so. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say I have somewhere around like 60 hours in the past two months, which is a drastic step down because I used to play the game probably like 60 hours a week 40 hours a week at the minimum because i've been fortunate enough to uh not have to have a job for the past couple of months but um yeah i uh been taking a break from it but it's still something that it's definitely not i'm not done there's there's no way that i could actually set the game down it, it is a i'm hard pretty one. sure yeah, I'm pretty sure anyone that has played this game who actually gets into it had no clue what they were getting into when they first put it. They probably thought it was like, oh, yeah, I'll play it for 500, 600 hours. Meanwhile, they rack up 3,000 hours, 4,000 hours. It's ridiculous. It is I think the only 4,500 now. It's, yep. it's insane. Nice. It is I think the only other game that home. the only game that drains time like that is like RuneScape and WoW, honestly. So that's RuneScape. honestly pretty mentionable. 
<laughs> I haven't played either of those. I deliberately avoided WoW. Uh, um, I do have a bit of nerd in me. Um, yeah, you can see a book there on my shelf, uh, The Legend of Drizzt. Um, for the um, who know who Drizzt to Erden is, it's a Dungeons and Dragons um, character. And I've always looked at WoW and gone, I'd probably really love that game. But um, yeah, I've heard some horror stories of how it can suck people in and... Um, yeah, so I've deliberately stepped away from it because I can be quite addictive with my um, DayZ hours. I've always said that just getting a WoW account will be my retirement. Just, like, <laughs> get a WoW account, just sink into that until I just, like, pass away. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it's I a mean. nice, cozy little game. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, <clears throat> what have you got um, coming up in the future, Amish? nothing uh just play the game make videos i don't know I, I feel like i've got a lot of content for oh by the way uh mark man congrats on 10k that's awesome dude thank you yes uh, i saw that the other day GG, um yeah. but yeah like honestly just trying to make more videos than anything i actually just quit my job recently um like two three weeks ago was my last day so i'm just trying to focus on making more videos and making better videos oh, nice. you know the last yeah, one i just like tried to make it like like I, I tried to use like Guardians of the Galaxy style music just to like use a ton of copywritten material and just figured if I'm going to use one, I might as well use a ton of it. So I uh, tried to make it like, I guess the Daisy movie, but I know that was like a fad for a while. Everybody and their mother was making a Daisy movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, just keep doing that stuff. And hopefully now that I have more time, be a better husband because my wife's been doing way too much around the house since I've been th juggling so many balls for so long, yeah. you know? Are either of you two going to be playing on the creator server? Yeah, I, I, I love it. Yeah, I'm, I don't know, honestly. I'm kind of like, I, I think it's interesting, but like, I don't really know what the benefits of streamers only. I'm more interested in the mod set that they've been putting together. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, that's like kind of an interesting one. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest with you. I put a tweet out um, yesterday um, that. Uh, is it wrong of me to be excited uh, at the thought of some people um, basically being exposed by Stimpy? Because there's a little part of me that is oh, just God. so looking forward to it. Because anyone who follows that guy's channel uh, knows that some people had some very uncomfortable encounters on, on the Rust content creator server. And I, I can only just imagine what it's going to be like on the... DayZ content creator server agony. Some he he knows how to um, really push people's buttons, and there's a little part of me that just says, "Bring it, let's see what happens." Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting seeing him collide with a lot of the uh, the bigger names in the DayZ scene if they're on the server. Yeah, I, I'm more mostly like Inclement Dab just does amazing work Doesn't with mods he? and everything. Like it's so, I mean, he freaking worked with Sumrak. Like that, that's insane. And he was working on like a gravity gun yep. at one point. He was just like talking about it. It was like, yeah, gravity gun could be cool. And I'm like, is that even possible? And then like later that day, he tweeted out like a prototype for it. Yeah. Um, which just blows my mind. That's like wizardry. But yeah, the mod set seems interesting. But one, one idea I actually had the other day is that like, when, I don't know if you guys do this or like anybody who like makes YouTube, but like whenever I'm watching like a movie and there's like a fight scene, I'm like, okay, how could I take this and try to like kind of translate that to a Daisy video? And the biggest problem is that you only have your perspective in any like fight, you know that there's like a bad guy coming and you know the fight's coming and the tension builds. And like that could be a cool part of the content creator servers if everybody was willing to share their footage 
then like if I'm about to bump in into Marks, you know, and like Marks could use my footage to show that oh my, there's an enemy coming and I, and then like show how how it happened from both perspectives, not just from one. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. I haven't been in the, the Discord in a while. Like, but that would be like one of the biggest benefits, in my opinion. It is. It is good. Those rare occasions sure. where two creators bump into each other and they both upload a video and you get to see both perspectives of it. Yeah. Um, that is always. Uh, yeah. Who knows? It'll. It, um, yeah. That's going to be up to some of the creators in there whether they're willing to yeah. let people, uh, you know, use their content. Some of them might just be streamers only, and a YouTuber might say, "Do you mind if I use the VOD to, you know, show it from your perspective what happens?" And I hope that sort of um, uh, cross pollination or collaboration does occur on there. Yeah, that'd be great. Growth from both ends, to be honest. So yeah, everybody wins. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, what a big week this was, uh, folks. With Daisy releasing a new R word. Now the reason. Um, I put the tweet out and Marks was like, oh my God, you know, people are going to think you're talking about the other R word. And I went, yeah, it's a bit of, it's a bit of a, um, ongoing joke here that, um, on the podcast that, yeah, the, the last R word that, um, Daisy released back in 2015, people still bring up, um, mm-hmm. against them, you know, oh, you didn't fucking helicopters by December, 2015 or whatever it was. <laughs> and all the rest of it. So we always just call it the R word because I've, I've always said that the word roadmap is like um, PTSD triggering for um, the uh, <clears throat> dev team. But there was some good info in there. Oh, it was. I, I'm thrilled. I'm so psyched to see what they, they talked about. And they kept it vague. I think that was the, the takeaway from last time. They kept it like pretty vague, you know. They did. No promises. Well, Weeks, yeah. not months. <laughs> but, but honestly can you blame them no no I, I do not blame them at all Mark you did a video on it so I'll let you talk about it first up mate what was the highlights for you um what was it the when they said they were going to be working on zombies and scene uh what was it, it was working on reactions for the surroundings and stuff like that it was that got me thinking i was like are they going to try and implement like zombies breaking down doors or is that just kind of they're just going to kind of fix the ai both um, please i i'd love both yeah as well. both <laughs> and then the one i think everybody was hyped up even in the comments of the video was the um new environment well it was an environment the new threat that they're going to add yeah um people are saying it's going to be radiation i thought it was going to be like a new animal or something like that but it, it could be any I think the wording of it, environmental threats or hazards, whatever it was, I think that implies that it's going to be radiation, especially since we already have the NBC suit. It doesn't make sense for the NBC mask to be a tier four item from a heli crash and it have no use other than dampening your noise, which I guess helps in PVP, like dampening your breathing, your coughing and all that. But I think radiation will end up coming this year, hopefully. That's my guess. See, I, 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 I did there for a while think animal as well, but what other animals in that region um, can they add that they haven't already that are a threat to people? The only other one I can think of is maybe a tiger, uh, but that's more Siberia and you know further east of uh, where Daisy games are set. So what were you going to say there, Amish? Well, I was, you know, I've always thought it'd be cool if they made the boars hostile. Like, honestly, they could just take the behavior almost, you know, not yep. perfectly, but from the bear... And just add it to the boars, you know. You get too close, they attack. Uh, you know, that would be pretty good too. Yep. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, other than that, it's got to be radiation. That's the only thing that makes sense. They've been talking about that forever, too. Yeah. Radiation, and I think um, I also saw something saying that they're going to make uh, the heat buffer when you go into water more punishing. I think they said that was a change for Namalsk, actually, but it would be going into the changes in the next patch in vanilla as well. It's in Namalsk right now. Yeah, you you lose the heat buff pretty much instantly uh, if you get wet. You know, it's like swimming. Like you gotta be full health if you want to swim. Now you gotta be full health and just take the hit and then recover. That's an interesting change because I think that's actually something that's been. Uh, overlooked for a while in terms of when you get wet in the game definitely definitely yeah but um one of the um controversial things in there which i don't understand why it's controversial was the uh, wiping official servers every three to four months that seemed to upset quite a lot of people who don't understand um from my perspective the need to wipe a server every now and then like if you play community service most community servers have a good schedule you know, every three or so months, um, they'll wipe or so. Or, you know, you know, sometimes when there's an update, they'll use that chance to wipe. And, yeah, it upsets a couple of people. But <clears throat> um, the amount of people who were up in arms about um, wiping uh, every three to four months kind of surprised me, Marks. Yeah, uh, there was some people that were just like, why would you do this? Screw Bohemia, I'm not playing this game anymore because of it. And I think... I think a lot of the people that were upset about that were on the console side. It did seem like, you know, they were saying, like, I don't want yes. my ones to be wiped. But, like, I've had, I had people come into my chat and were like, why would they do this? It's stupid. But then when you actually kind of explain it to them in a simple way, and then they kind of realize, they're like, oh, okay, it, it's to do with loot and it's not to do with anything else. Um, they kind of seem better, but I think people just overreact the instant they hear something bad. Um, but it was only a minority few I saw, like, in my video and stuff, but most people were kind of happy with it actually i actually um really like the uh differentiating more individual firearms i'm really hoping for more civilian style firearms um they're not so powerful uh military style guns um but more variation of i see you nodding your head there amish yeah i I, we got plenty of military guns maybe an lmg i was talking about that today with people uh, an LMG would be cool, something that's a little different, but it's like, do we really need an AK-105? Like, it's not Tarkov. We don't need just, like, yeah. a million different AK variants that essentially are the same thing. Um, yeah, honestly, I'd love to see, like, handguards, butt socks. Like, I'd love to see those things have more of an impact. And yes. even, like, weapons spawning without them, you know? So you find an M4, but it's, like, it's the bare bones, and you just got a mag, and that's it, and you got to build it out. Like, I think that could be kind of fun. Yeah, there isn't a lot of customization when it comes to attachments. I mean, Robot has that tool, though. I haven't really looked mm -hmm. at it too much, but I think that there is, like, very, very slight nuance, like, differences with the handguards and the buttstocks, but, like, it's not noticeable. You don't you don't notice. There's the CQB buttstock with the M4. Like, I've never noticed, like, oh, that's really good for close quarters. I've never noticed that, uh, you know. But I know he's got that tool that really does show, like, down to the decimal, like how, how the difference in recoil and damage and all that. I'm being asked in chat, um, Amish, why Batman is so superior to Spider-Man. Oh, God. Batman is not superior to Spider-Man, but I do not want to get off the point. I could do <laughs> this. 
but I do not want to ruin your podcast. <laughs> Batman just beats up mentally Batman. ill people, bro. Batman Sorry. is not a superhero. Agony, I love you. I love you, dude. <laughs> He's rich and has daddy issues and mommy issues. Oh, shit. Boydie's on the other end of it. Yeah, I got Boydie dude over there. Well, like, there and there. I got too many Spider-Man in here. But, um, no, um, I, I, I would definitely want to see more um, civilian-style firearms, you know, more stuff that you can get on the coast, a bit of differentiation, uh, maybe some different versions of uh, twenty two rifles as well. You know, not everyone needs to be running around with a one-shot Mosin or um, CR-527 or, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, just starting off with some of the, the lower-caliber stuff so that, you know, you work your way up and... Yeah, but I, I liked um, those um, high-end military weapons to be a bit rarer, marks. Yeah, um, it would be cool. But what would also be good, maybe instead of adding more stuff, if they tweaked the pistol ammo and stuff that's in the game at the moment. Yeah. Because if, yeah. like, for example, shotguns spawn on the coast and the CR-527 sometimes do as well. And if you have a 1911 or an FNX-45... You're, you're probably never going to win versus a shotgun or so it just takes too much it, they just don't do damage that well that's one thing that i actually miss about pre-6-3 is pistols were viable you could yeah. get one tapped with a pistol to the chest even at certain times yeah. it would be uncon sometimes most of the times it would be actually but they were still viable Pretty much anything could one-tap you at that point in the game. And that's something that I would like to see return out one day. But a I shotgun is king, but um, unless you've got the um, Saga, <clears throat> um, if you don't hit with... Um, you know, or you've got the double barrel, which if you set it to single shot, um, you're going to get two shots off. Uh, but the pistol gives you, you know, the, the ability to fire a whole pile of shots uh, rapidly because they're semi-auto, as opposed to the shotgun, which is generally a one-shot. And if you screw that one shot, you're, you're probably going to lose to the pistol. Um, that said, it's the range of the pistol. The pistols drop off um, quite quickly. Um, so that, you know, if you're trying to shoot over, you know, maybe 30 to 50 metres, you're in trouble when you've got a pistol. Yeah. I'd like to see you the Longhorn again. Yes. I just want the Red 9 back. Oh, I forgot about the Red 9. Mate, and stripper clips. The rack as well. What about the rack? Yeah. Oh no, you can one. keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> I I hardly ever picked up the rack, but yeah. Um yeah, I would pick it up if I didn't have anything else, but as soon as I found something else, even the play amphibia, that rack got chucked to the side. Yup. I will say though the one thing about pistols that like and, and I actually noticed this with the uh the sporter more is that like they added that thing where you like lose your vision when you take shock damage. Mm -hmm. So like that could even be one way to help make pistols more viable. It's just like, you know, if you're landing those shots, the guy with the shotgun, he can't even see where he's trying to fight back because he's just like getting that shock damage, even though it's not doing a whole hell of a lot of uh, health damage. But because I mean, when they first added that, that was it was almost a little too much and they might have overcorrected it. It's kind of it's there, but it doesn't really negatively affect you all that much. Yeah. What else excited you guys in the announcement? Um, I mean, damage stealth, system. Stealth kills, yeah, was um, pretty sweet. Yeah, it's nice to see that mechanic actually being tweaked to made to actually be useful because there is currently a stealth mechanic in the game. It just doesn't work, or at least there seems to be a stealth mechanic in the game. 
No, there is. When you when you get that attack and it, it, instead of like a, a loud like thud, you get like a yeah. Like yeah, that's exactly. how you know you got the stealth attack. I mean, I'm glad I'm think... not the only one that notices that because I was always confused whether that was actually the stealth or not because it yeah. really, there is no verification. It doesn't seem to actually do more or less than anything. So because you can do a loud attack and it's not like the stealth, but it still can be a one hit kill if you land it right. Yeah. But I think the stealth attack, like that's supposed to be viable with a knife. If you get that correctly, it'll still be a one-hit kill. Where like an axe could be a one-hit kill no matter what if you land it right. Yeah, I've always wanted. I know it's probably like engine limitations that prevent it from happening, but I've always wanted um, a more Walking Dead execution style. Literally, go up to it and put a knife through the temple, if you can, if you're from behind for stealth. Yeah, I feel cool. melee with Zed should be just a tad more simple, honestly. Yeah, I, I just the zombie detection, just like anything around zombies that they can improve is just like it, it's just got to be done. It's a zombie game. Like everybody's like, I want helicopters, make cars work. Like it's not an F, it's not a driving game. Like it's yeah. a zombie game, and like I love it. I love it to death. The zombies are so freaking broken. It can drive you crazy. Uh, last night I was at uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's down the hill from Seb John Mountain on the mosque. There's that little uh, military base and. There's a guy shooting a shotgun in a barrack and like 20 zombies are on him. And I crouch, I'm crouch walking the whole way. I go in a barrack across the way, didn't close the door, didn't make a sound. And every single one of those zombies just turn around and come after me. And I'm like, the guy's shooting a shotgun. Why are they after me? But like, not to mention too, like you guys mentioned busting down doors. I mean, that would be a literal game changer. Like again, that guy, he fired a shotgun on a military base. He can just wait in that military barrack until the zombies de-aggro. But if he's got 20 zombies out there and they're knocking down that door, he's like making panic decisions yes. trying to figure out, do I have the ammo to fight my way out? Like, I just, I, <clears throat> I wish, they had that in the Trello so long ago. And if they added that, I would just, I would be if, so happy. Really make if they actually were to add they that? actually shoot and the consequences of shooting as well. Yeah, it would, it would be, I mean, those campers in Starry, you know, like, it would just, it would be a game changer. They got to make the math, do the math, and be like, can I fight my way out if I have to? Yeah. You know? If they were to actually add that, though, I would definitely want the ability to shoot down a door. Like, if I have a shotgun, I'd, I I want to be able to shoot the door down to get out quick, if that's the case, from another door. Also, being able to jump out windows would be cool, too, in that yeah. case, if, in case that happened. But, uh, Which is funny, because there are some windows you can, but it's bugged basically yeah. i thought you could knock down oh well, lock doors you could break a lock door yeah you can yeah, break yeah, a lock yeah, door. Yeah. i mean like literally just like literally shoot the door off evaporate the it, yeah. yeah yeah i don't know how it would work like obviously the doors would have to have a health um, amount of health and like one zombie should take 10 minutes to break in but 20 could take two you know they'd have to find the balance there but like it just i really think that that's like a must-have i was actually survival. thinking about it and when a door is locked um, using the lockpick, um, you can bash that door open. A simple fix to that would be to, uh, again, I say simple, but this could be quite complex, but to make it something that the infected start to interact with. And instead of the door just going a bit ajar when you bash it open, it actually opens fully. So, yeah, I don't know whether that's um, doable or not, but that would be fucking cool as if that happened. Um, yeah. So that when doors are shut, you know, they, they could modify it so that you can, you know, the door, even if it's not locked, it can still have that same, yeah. Yeah, yeah wooden doors, yes. Metal doors, maybe not. Metal doors, yeah, I can understand that. 
um, a murder. Um, but it, something definitely needs to happen because it's just kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. you said, that situation you were in, that would have fucking sucked. Did you end up dying? Uh, well, yeah, it, it was, I was so high stress playing the malls the past two days. I've like never been more engaged in the game in my life, which is great, but it's also like, it's like taxing <laughs> when my character dies. I'm like almost relieved. I was like, okay, I can breathe now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was there. Um, I, I, oh, I, I was a cannibal. It was, it was a long life. I was a cannibal. So like, I couldn't snipe. My character was twitching too much and we could actually talk about that. I have ideas for how to improve the cannibalism system too. So. Uh, but there was a guy in there in the barrack they all aggroed on me i managed to kill all of them and i was just like so frustrated and like my head was kind of out of it at that point i wasn't playing it smart anymore that i pushed him he knocked me out with a saiga i have no idea how i lived flashing red blood flashing red health he bandaged me up tied me up and he seemed friendly he was like oh let's team up and i'm like okay uh and i think a gr somebody else threw a grenade and we just both died and i called it there but Never made it to A3 either. I still don't know what's up with A3, so I'm, I'm yeah, trying to avoid we're not talk, We're not talking yeah. about that. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about the malls, but I'm the same, mate. I've, have, I've hardly even watched the Daisy stream. Any videos that have got Namolsk in the title, I'm just not watching them because I really want to find it out, find out about it in-game, talking to someone if they know anything about it and then get to go explore it myself. I want to save that for the, for the first time, yeah. Because I kind of ruined A1 it. and A2 by watching streamers. Um, which is you know, kind of sacrilegious to say to streamers, you know, no, just come watch us. Enjoy it with me. But no, I want to actually experience it myself, Agony. I heard they got Half-Life 3 in there. <laughs> A little bit. Um, now, we've got something to talk about from last week's episode uh, where we were talking, um, and you did a highlight video, Marks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So uh, we were talking about Daisy's gunplay and health system needs to be fixed um, ASAP, guys. Um, and Mark's um, is actually going to be doing um, highlight video from every episode of the podcast and putting it up. So it's a shorter format for people to uh, get a sample of what the podcast is like and um, also give their input on um, something. And you know, the, the really exposure it got was awesome, Mark's for you know, almost five thousand views. Yeah, it done really well. Uh, done a lot better than I expected, actually. So, yeah, uh, pe people, a lot of people seem to agree. There wasn't that many kind of disagreements, which I was kind of surprised about. A lot of people agreed, and they were like, "Thank God somebody else noticed this, and it wasn't just me that noticed it." Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was good to see people's opinions on it. It's always been something that I've thought needed to be fixed from day one, um, but. Yeah, and it seems like they're going to be hopefully fixing it now soon with the roadmap. So. How, how have you found um, PvP uh, and the help system to be Agni? Um, it has its flaws, but there are definitely a lot of ways that it has uh, prevailed since Pre-6.3. I think a lot of people forget how janky and clunky Pre-6.3 was, so that kind of balances out the gunplay because i do prefer the gunplay from pre-6-3 it felt much less arcadey um i do believe you could even uh, didn't bullet drop wasn't bullet drop lesser at that time i know they changed bullet drop either more or less between 6-2 or 6-3 i could be wrong on that one but um like i was saying earlier pistols 
you can't really one tap with a pistol now unless you get a headshot and even then it's uncon most of the time um sks's could one tap you to the chest most of the time now it's two shots so i feel things were a little more lethal before 6-3 but so one nowadays thing... pvp has definitely increased one simple thing is you can hold your breath you couldn't do that before so that's one thing that changes everything one thing that kind of skewed it um and foxy said it if you watch chat um from the uh video last week um where foxy actually said he was really meaning more about the health system amish um and just how more often than not like when you said you got um unconned by a um sega i was like damn damn you yeah. must have been quite excited to only be unconned and then that whole you know is he going to finish me off? What's he going to do? And he chose to bandage you and probably tied you up as well, I'm guessing. Yeah, duct tape, yeah. Yep. It just allows yeah. for more interaction like that, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, and that's great. I know we got Zero coming up later as a topic, but they've definitely done some good stuff in that yeah. regard as like a yeah. temporary measure as a mod. But yeah, it's like that, that character was just a lucky guy because I also... I was on a hill and I bumped into a dude and some he shot me twice with a Mosin and I didn't die somehow. It must have been like arm shots or something. I just got lucky with a VSS. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, that character, he, he must have had some sort of genetic abnormality. He was special. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I like overall, I think point, I see so many people saying like 0.62 was better and I let, you know, like, like, you know, and just as an example of Tom, I like deadly slob, like he hasn't come back really since 0.63 became a thing. He's like done with it and he's on to Tarkov and, hmm. you know, good, good for him. He's done great. He's come back and checked patches every now and again. But like so many people think, I, I just think it's like a rose tinted glasses kind of situation. Like there were definitely things that were better having hit boxes of like a heart and a spine and things like that were better. It, but, but I think like, Inertia. Remember how long it took to swap weapons? Oh, I mean, I I miss the sounds. I do miss the sounds of the oh, true. clanking. For me, but it's more about I, the health system. The actual gunplay, you know, like last week they talked about um, when weapons go up, um, where, you know, collision and all the rest of it. But they're forgetting why they had to implement that because people were wall banging. People were putting their guns through walls um, and shooting through objects that they shouldn't be able to shoot through. So, yes, it kind of sucks, especially when you get an infected come at you um, and your weapon goes up. Um, but for me there, what they need to do is fix the broken melee with rifles. Um, I don't think know, it should be tied to your stamina bar. I think yes. it should be like EFT where you have your own stamina for melee or your own stamina for arms. It's tied to holding your breath possibly, maybe. Mm. But That'd be cool. Pretty much just copy Tarkov shit at that point because that is the most frustrating thing in PvP is when someone comes straight up to you, your barrel's touching them, and you can't melee because you've been running the whole time. Yeah. yeah or because you have a plate and you can't run. Yes. Yeah, even um, wearing uh, all that, your, your melee stamina should be um, not affected by it. If you've been sprinting um, and from <laughs> deer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying hi to deer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you've been sprinting, you know, from first-hand experience, having done uh, bayonet courses and stuff in the army, um, you are really slow um, towards the end of it when you're absolutely knackered, when you've been running and you're wearing full military gear and all the rest of it. But you can still manage um, to do the basic, you know, butt stroke, smash, lash. Um, yeah, especially if it's a life-or-death situation. Yes. At that point, you're in fight or flight. So, And the current system just doesn't reflect that. But there, there are good aspects to post um, 0.63 um, PvP.
but it's a health system that really needs a, a rework in my eyes. Um, one I thing a lot of people honest... did point out in the comments of the video, though, is that last week um, uh, Thor kept on referencing um, Escape from Tarkov, but Daisy's not Escape from Tarkov, and that's what we need to remember. Daisy's more brutal. Daisy's more, um, you know, they're not the same game. Um, and, you know, the fact that um, some people who are Escape from Tarkov fans come to DayZ and go, what is this PvP system? Yeah, yeah. Most people who play DayZ a lot are, in general, fairly happy with the PvP system agony. I mean, at, at right now, I think it's in its best. It's in the best state. The only thing that I would say is I would like to see the damage system and gunplay from 6-2 just without any of the mechanics from the engine like none of the jankiness mainly just the damage system prior but uh, a steady balance in between current daisy and 6-2 i would say would be okay with damage but i could be wrong it could completely backfire i think the main reason that things could one tap prior to 6-3 was the like the variability and the inconsistency of the damage system at that point honestly so that could be a massive factor. And I did like this comment here, Marks. Um, yeah. People need to remember that it, first and foremost, Daisy is a survival game. Um, yes, some servers have changed it to where it's just you know PvP, you know traders and all the rest of it. But the core game is a survival game uh, with shooting in it. Yeah, it is. It is, and that's it. But. I think nowadays 90% of the people, well, maybe not 90, but 70% of the people who buy this game for PvP are not so much for the survival. I would agree. Um, maybe the percentage isn't that high, but I don't think as many people are buying it for the survival aspects and they're more buying it for the PvP because they see you know, their favorite YouTuber or their favorite streamer put up a PvP video and they're like, that looks cool, so I'm going to go and play that. Um, and then when they come onto it and realize then that the pvp system is i wouldn't call it bad it's maybe just a little bit it needs to be polished um then they're like you know the only thing i would like to see fixed pvp is just get rid of the ads bug i don't yes. want to have to stop playing. <laughs> yeah I, I have to left click or right click five times sometimes to just be able to ads my, i just wanted to ads and you know just once that, that actually killed me the other day and it was it was so infuriating yeah to backtrack a little bit though i think um the division between the whole survival and then PvP crowd, I think there's a bit of like a veil of illusion there where people think that there's a split. Over time, like if you've played from, again, pre-6.3 to now, you've kind of seen how the gameplay has changed. People were a little more open to adventures and friendly back then, but there would still be PvP, still be a lot of clusterfucks. But... Nowadays, there's that division between survival and PvP, but a lot of people have forgotten that PvP is part of the survival aspect. That, like, literally is the most intense part of the game, is coming across somebody, you almost die, you kill them, what did you do? You survived at that point. That just makes all of the times you went through the starvation together, what if you were starving when you fought the guy and you got the food off of him, and that's how you saved your character, that's how you didn't starve to death. I think people have uh, looked a little bit too much into pvp and survival is black and white and yeah. they uh they've kind of diver diverged from 
being the same thing at this point. And I would like to see people look at it more as the same thing again, because I, I don't think there's any reason to shy away from PvP or any reason to shy away from, say, fishing or hunting, trying to get animals. I, I think it's all the same thing. At the end of the day, that the rush that happens from that type of stuff is why we all play anyway, I would say. So... Well, and that, that's like advice I try to give new players is like, if you change what you consider a win, I think, I think that's kind of the problem. It's like yeah. everybody thinks it's like a kill is a win and that's the only win in Daisy, but it's not. Like you said, Agony, it's like anytime that your character is about to die and you get out of that situation, that's a win. Like yeah, if, you, exactly. if you're starving and you catch a fish, that's a win. If you see a group of five players and you're like, well, they're going to kill me and you avoid detection, like that's a win, you know? Like surviving is the win, and the kills are just—I mean, let's be honest—they're exciting. I mean, we would—we probably wouldn't play Daisy the if there cherry was no on top. PvP. But like, yeah, it, like you said, cherry on top. You know, you need that constant threat of death. And you know, Vigilante yeah. Gamer um, has uh, left a couple of comments on some videos I did uh, a while back, and it was basically, um, <clears throat> yeah, fucking legend, isn't he? Um, Absolutely. But yeah, he basically said, "Boy, do you survive? That's all that matters. That's a win." Um, you may not have survived the most gracefully, um, but keeping your character alive, and that's why I like the servers where it's it's not such a, um, yeah, a bad thing that um, when you die, or sorry, it's a bad thing that when you die, there's really nothing. You can just run straight back to the trader and you've got 10 million rubles in the bank and buy the exact same loadout and then get back into it. I like the ones where you value your character's life because if you die, you lose almost everything. Yeah, it changes the meta. It changes how you think, how you do things. You would on a trader server, you'll see so many more rushy people that are just yeah. sending it, doing whatever they want because they know that oh, I got however many rubles I can go back and buy it. Just like you said, on a normal server, you'll see somebody in a standout for two hours waiting for somebody to move out of a building, like wondering did they log? Are they still in there? Changes the entire mindset. We've got some absolute it's psychos like in my chat. Talking about um, t taking hostages is better than killing. Then torturing hostages is better than taking hostages. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. What were you going to say, Amish? Well, I was going to say like when you're playing on those servers where you're literally like you're you're just running back to the ATM or I don't even know how those ATM servers work. I guess mm. you keep money even in between lives and you're just trying to farm money so you can buy guns Pretty again. Much. Like, I guess you deposit just... it it's call of duty with extra steps like you're just running to a trader like it, it, i just i just don't really get that but again there's no wrong way to play daisy if you want yeah. to play that way that's fine i just at i that rather point, play though, duty at that point or v plus plus you know at that point it does raise the question why not just play arma mm. yeah well yeah yeah that's one arma, thing that i've never understood does arma have less players than daisy is it like less popular i mean i, think, I would have I never heard it of it if it were for daisy. at this point yeah <laughs> We'll see once yeah. uh, the, uh, what is it, what do they call it? The unannounced um, or yet to be announced uh, tactical shooter in development by Bohemia Interactive uh, gets released. Um, I imagine Armour 4 will get a lot of interest. Curious, it's kind of random, but did you guys ever see the supposed Daisy 2 leaks? Yeah, we like talked a about A month it or two ago? Show. Yeah. What, what do y'all think about that? Do y'all think that was actually uh, like a new game in development or do you think those were just screenshots from Vigor? No, from memory. Um, they talked about it, but that's all that ever happened. I think that that's what um, Scotty actually said on the show, um, that, yeah, it was talked about, but um, the decision was made to keep on progressing with DayZ. Interesting. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. That's, that's interesting. Hmm. Amish no, no, we've got that 
Amish capturing that guy and taking his blood was gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> but you're giving people memories, and that's that's one of the things that you know, I try to point out to people, that in the end, you forget most times you die. You forget most kills you make, unless it's a truly epic uh, squad wipe or um, shot like that. But you never forget those memorable interactions. They stick with you forever. And if you, you're not only getting a... Um, um, a, uh, a memory for yourself but you're giving someone else a memory um, and yes if you're a complete nut a prick and you just like to ruin people's um, um, fun time you do you you do you boo but you'll you know probably turn someone away from the game and that's less people playing it but if you give people something to remember and it doesn't always need to be a positive friendly interaction even those um you know one of my favorite uh, youtubers is Danny boy his psychopath videos where he kills people are fucking next level. Those people will never forget that they were betrayed by Danny Boy. Uh, and yes, they're probably going to rage a bit, but afterwards they're just going to sit there and think, that's the beauty of DayZ. The things that can happen in this game, it's not just about PvP and, yes, you are dead screen. It, there's more to the game, Marks. Yeah, like feeding people window cleaner. Yeah. Which they need to re-add, by the way. Yeah. Dis no, disinfectant's in the game. No, it's in the game, but I don't think you can feed it to people. Yeah, you, you can. Just, I, you spritz yeah, them, you, you spray them. Yeah, I've, I've seen, um, uh, buddy, what's his name? Um, oh, Archie Stormcloud do it. In what patch? Recently, um, like about, really? about a year or so ago. Um, <clears throat> Last time I tried it, all I did was just spray. I have to check into it again. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't tried it. Oh, yeah, it. you might actually be right. Let me. Th now that I, I, try, I it. try it all the time. I was about to say, that's one of my things. I just go up to people and spray them with it since it's, it's harmless. <laughs> you know what I miss? I miss when you couldn't tell what was in a bottle by just yes. hovering your mouse over it. Yeah, same. Now, like, like, I used to always have a canteen of gasoline on my person just in case like somebody killed me. Hopefully they drank it and they got poisoned. But now it's like they just look at it and they're like, oh, it's gasoline. They know. Das is asking in chat, how do you feel about people asking you to kill them when you just spawn in? Um, look, I, I generally run with the spawn I get no matter what, but, you know, and that's what I wish more people did, but I will, if someone asks me to kill them so they can get a better spawn, I'll do it. You know, if they're playing Daisy their way. It's not something I would do, but, yeah, I'll knock them out and take their rag and apple if they've got one. Yeah, when they eat their apple and then F11, that's just inconsiderate. <laughs> it is. That is just highly, <laughs> highly inconsiderate. Oh, I see it as they're going to find a way to kill themselves anyway. Might as well help them out. Mm -hmm. I, and I think the devs need to, like... I mean, they, they know what they're doing, I think. But, like, I just don't get why they keep trying to change it so that you can't... I, I'm not really for, like, choosing your spawn. Because I also like to just take the spawn I can get. But, yeah. like... No matter, they just keep trying to make it so you can't F11 to get a different spawn, and it it has never worked. No. They spawn you in with rags and a flare, they, they, you know, and you F11 by setting a fire. They let you drown yourself for a while. They stop doing that. And at the end of the day, like, they can never stop zombies or height from killing you, so people always do it. And it's just like, I, almost, I think that's like a losing battle at this point, yeah. you know. To yeah. be fair, though, that does kind of have a purpose in terms of creating a buffer so that way people can't meta and run straight back to their body in critical situations so i actually do enjoy the fact that they haven't made it 
necessarily easy to respawn that fast because there does need to be a little bit of a buffer. Yeah, I, I always thought like a general selection, like northeast, southeast, south, like and like you know that that's a wide range. You know, not enough that you can get right back to your body, but like enough that like you're like okay, I can you know you can kind of at least generally do it but again I, or also have a random option obviously too but yeah unless i've done the same electro to mogolevka to starry run three times in a row and i get another electro spawn i'm personally just taking whatever spawn i get and going in a new direction you know most of the time yeah but it was a good discussion yeah a lot came um from that um some good suggestions there and yeah people do need to remember daisy's not escape from tarkov and um, if you prefer Escape from Tarkov's gunplay, great. Um, Daisy is different though in that one we've got VoIP and we're you know more a bit more interaction focused and a survival game as well, um, with the survival elements being more heavily pushed. So, yeah. Um, could you always respawn while uncon? I I believe you can. Once you go uncon, you can choose to uh, um, reset your character. I think that was always the case. Yep, up until the moment you're tied up. I think you can even still do it when you're tied up. Not too sure. No, I don't think you can when you're tied up. Um, the only way you could kill yourself by, by uh, logging out. Uh, but uh, that's I basically think. a combat log on most community servers. So that would, yep. um, yeah. You just better hope that the server didn't restart while you were tied up because you were fucked if it did. <laughs> um, okay, now something we need to talk about that um, came up um, last week. This is a bit of a touchy one. Mod access to servers. So last week, I don't know whether you guys got to watch the show, but we were talking about um, um, Choco POS and his fake um, day one number five server. Um, and it was revealed um, during the discussion uh, when Inclement Dab came in that um, some stuff was done to their server um, because of access that was allowed to the server by one of the mods of um, Dewan. Um, and they got in and they basically terrorized everyone on the server. Um, killed people, spawned bears and stuff like that. And as much as I don't like what they were doing, that sort of access to servers from mods really scares me, Amish. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, I had like, like on V++, which is a totally different server, a mod doing that on that server is much different than them doing it on day one or whatever. Mm. Uh, but man, I, the V plus plus guy spawned like nine bears on me once. It was hilarious. Um, but again, very different circumstances. But wait, wait, what were they doing exactly? They were spawning bears on people on spawning bears, on a, like, teleporting a regular... people, and just players who were on the day one number five server um, through a back door to the server. I mean, that's been an issue forever. You know, like that's mm. why, like, you you got, you got to trust the the admin team at the end of the day, and. Uh, I don't really want to like throw shade at anybody or any no. particular server, but we, we know that there have been servers that have had that issue, uh, you know, where somebody was playing the game and had a map open or had like, you know, able to respawn their health and all that, you know, uh, it's just, it's just about like trusting the server owners, you know, that's why like, like I have but a this isn't, the, the thing is, this isn't the server owners. This is developers of mods. So they oh. might, they might not even be on the server admin team. This is a modder oh. going in and messing with the server from access that they have from the mod that is installed on that server. Oh, that, that's just fucked. <laughs> 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 I mean, 
like if you own a server and some dude's like messing around with it behind your back like i wouldn't be using that mod anymore you know uh but yeah sorry i didn't realize that was what i I was going down a different road yeah that's why i wanted to clarify it um agony because it's whilst i i don't understand or don't agree with what he was doing that sort of access is a bit scary at the same time when did this um when did this start happening exactly well, we've talked about this on the show in the past, that um, a lot of these mods that are out there um, allow uh, backdoor access, as Scale Speed is called. Oh, yeah. To that's, that's been going on for a while, modders. but I meant with um, with day one in specific. Last few weeks, I, as I understand. Okay. I was going to say, because months ago, I came across a situation where I was either playing against a hacker or a badman, and I couldn't tell what it was. They were not flinching when I was shooting them multiple yep. shots with a Mosin, and it's like... That that put me off from playing for a long time, so that makes me wonder if maybe that's what that was. Sorry, um, Aiden wants to know whether you wipe um, sitting down or standing up. Both. Uh, Aga, you do both. That's that's fascinating. <laughs> you got to make sure you get every inch, bro. Yeah, I guess that's how you get every nook and cranny. That's that's important, and that that's a it's good, versatile. I like it. But back to the point, Das is saying in there is retaliation for copying someone's stuff. But I get that. But you know, I'll, I'll counter that with, um, from what I understand, they have actually um, banned access to their mods. That, to me, is a much more reasonable way of handling it than going in and, you know, because like, I, as I said last week, I've actually played on day one number five thinking it was an official day one server. Um, and that would frustrate me, you know, having someone just start spawning bears on me or teleporting me out into the middle of the ocean or something like that. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? You know, I didn't do nothing wrong. I'm just on there playing. And someone um, <clears throat> comes in and starts messing with the server. Like, I understand why they did it, but I just don't agree with the methodology they used, Marks. Yeah, I don't know why they do it either. It's... um. Tonight, if you're going to build your own community, use your own server name and stuff. Stop copying somebody else's. Yeah. It's, it's, Fair yeah. point. Day one experience. But does that warrant <laughs> someone? Just, does that no. warrant mark someone going in and backdooring their server and then fucking with everyone on the server? Messing with everybody on the server, probably not. I, I mean, I don't mind if they're, you know, banning them from using their mods or whatever. I don't yeah. care about that. But if you're kind of going in. And ruining people's playing experience if they don't know it's a fake server, that's a bit, might be a bit too far. Just leave it at, you know, blacklist them from your mods or whatever. But just yeah, spread the word. Get them banned from access to, you know, nearly everyone's mods. They, they can do that, I believe, on Steam. Um, <clears throat> and make it so that that server pretty much is left with only access to, you know, the, the shitty mods and um, basically has to be more vanilla. They don't get access to the cool CF tools and stuff like that. Um, that I'm totally um, happy with, um, but yeah, to go in and do it that way, one you're a very naughty man. Um, I spoke with him about it, and he said, yeah, he's going to remove that part of um, the thing, but he's, he's, he's sorry, not sorry about what he did. And I can see the funny side of it. Like, I'm not, um, you know, standing on my soapbox and saying it wasn't funny. I'd love to have seen it, um, because it would have been fucking hilarious, all these bears getting spawned, and you know, I laughed at Stimpy's video where he abused admin tools, even though I didn't agree with it. 
um, I still have a sense of humour and I'm going to laugh at something if it's funny and it sounds like it was fucking yeah. hilarious. But I just don't think it's a good look. Um, yeah. And as someone said, you know, surely that's got to be against um, um, terms of service on Steam or something like that. It has to be. It has to be. Just, you know, it, like, especially like that's just going to make people maybe dislike community servers in a way players that didn't know it was a fake day one server they're going to go off and maybe not play the game again or they'll mm -hmm. go back to official or you know it's just yeah it was shooting too to be fair it does provide a bad uh a bad look on on that because if y'all didn't bring it up up until right now since i don't play day one in general i didn't realize that was a fake day one server i thought that was the fifth day one yeah, yeah i didn't realize until last week either mm -hmm. I, I knew about the fake servers i didn't know anything about like the backdoor getting in through the mod thing like i'm still a little confused about that but like i said i'm uh I, i'm not i'm never gonna understand the, understand the tech stuff <laughs> <laughs> mate my mind um has grown a lot um yeah as as foxy's saying in chat it's not all mods that can do this it's just more the admin tool mods um that allow uh, backdoor access so yep um yeah so it's Kind of scary, but um, yeah, it, it served a purpose. Um, and yeah, um, Aiden's sad that Cheddar isn't here, mate. That bird's more popular than you. Oh, he definitely is. I could go grab him in a minute. Okay. I think I'll do. I'll do that. Give me. Give me two seconds. Yeah, go for it. So we've already covered the um, next topic, which was regular wipes of official servers. The fallout from players, a lot of them being upset. Um, so the next tweet, um, or the next topic was um, Happy Bombs, um, Zero Server. Man, he is doing an amazing fucking job with these servers. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's an extremely underrated server, and I think more people should give it a chance to play on it. Yeah, not throwing any shade towards day one at all whatsoever, but take a break and play that server, give it a try, and you'll probably see that you actually like what's going on. Especially if you're one of the people that are saying you want more uncons, because the health system on there is not the health system, but the armor system is uh, pretty favorable for stuff like yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Sprint King's comment. If my wife was a mod, she would not grant backdoor access. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. <clears throat> um, and no, Boom, it wasn't a day one admin messing with it. It was a mod uh, creator um, who messed with the server. But, yeah, it seems like you know, about once a month or so, we're talking about the um, zero servers um, and just... Happy has really put a lot into these servers, and it's, um, yeah. The thing that's great with that is all the things that he's actually putting into the servers is uh, majority coming from feedback from the player base. Mm -hmm. so, or at least at one point it was, because there's some times where the population just dipped down, unfortunately. But it's uh, one of the few servers that will actually listen to player feedback and apply it damn near instantaneously. I remember watching a, one of Tope streams for the first time for that server yeah. and I had commented on it because he was complaining about the lag at the time it could have been his connection could have been the server and uh, he had commented on the armor and I had commented like yeah I don't think I would ever play the server because that's kind of off-putting 
literally that same day after two other people made the comment, Happy Bombs changed the damage system on the armor. I have never seen feedback taken that fast and actually applied to the game. Mm. So that was uh, pretty impressive. I liked the um, using jerry cans and gas canisters as explosives. I thought that was fucking awesome. And hello there, Cheddar. He doesn't talk. But I, I love that you wanted to talk about Happy Bombs' servers. Those servers deserve so much more love than they get on a regular basis. You know, like the the Deer Isle server does really well, but like Cherno and the Moss should do better than they do, honestly. Yeah, I've really, really been wanting the Chernaris server to flourish for a bit because yeah, that's really what we need right now is a good Chernaris, in my opinion. We do, and that was something I saw your chat, Boyd. He mentioned it, but like the player base does kind of feel diluted right now. It's like. Yes. There's like two Cherno servers that you can play on that aren't like uber modded, you know, no stamina, all that stuff, you know? Yep. And personally, like I said earlier, other maps don't cut it. Namalsk is cool, but I'm not crazy about it. Livonia, I can't stand. So I just stick with Chernaris. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love Livonia. I, I, it, it, it's a fucking awesome map in my eyes, but I understand why other people don't. But, um, it's like like we said you know the zero servers they do need a lot more love um because he's really working hard um and putting in some amazing stuff into his service all it takes is a few more bigger streamers putting zero chernaris in their title like they do with other servers Mm -hmm. all it takes is that for a couple weeks get more people going it'll flourish Yeah, the, the Deer Isle one's great. And the Cherno one, I, like we did you guys talk about the damage system with the Uncon stuff? While yeah, I was we've gone? talked about that in the past, but we'll cover it again. Go for it. I just I love that because I've had such insane firefights on that those servers where just like you're just like two people are lighting each other up, you're both unconscious, you don't know if they're up or down, and they're just like just the tension of that has really gone well. And mm-hmm. to to be honest, like they, they've made some changes to it. I, I suggested once that they add uh, like an armor repair kit similar to a weapon repair kit and that would be the only way to patch up at least quickly only the only way to quickly patch up leather or sorry plate carriers and press vests because like and i mean i do it when, we, when i do death squad on that server which is like always a riot it's so much fun and you just carry a leather sewing kit and plate carrier and you just like you, you get shot you hopefully survive you patch it up and you just do it again which yeah. leads to a lot of fun encounters but it's like being able to get it back up to worn in like two seconds with a leather kit seems a little over the top i think like a rarer armor repair kit could really add something to that they talked about it i don't know if they did it though that would be or a just good the idea. ability or just the ability to find new plates um yeah have to go get the door for one second sorry guys and make those rare like you were saying instead of you being able to use a leather repair kit to uh, patch up a a ballistic plate basically um having um an item that you can insert into it you know the the actual plate gets damaged maybe that's Maybe that's something for Happy Bombs to consider um, getting a mod of um, for his server. Yeah, he's got a good team. Those are great servers. Yeah. I've, ne- I've never heard a single uh, bad thing about um, the Zero servers. Um, it just, yeah. Everything that Happy does is just like, the man just puts so much effort into it, trying mm-hmm. to make everything perfect. Like. If you watch his stream, like his like starting soon and like his ending stream, he's got like a camera up here over his yep. shoulder and like the t- the true colors events. I mean, they're just next level. I miss those. I'm, I think he's busy with 
zero servers and great he's doing a great job with them but it's like everything he does is just like next level of trying to be perfection you know well he said um when he was on the show that he's involved in um film or um tv or something along those lines before the so industry okay, I mean, you can, graphic you can writer, really see but... the um attention the detail he puts into his setup in the show Sorry, what are we talking about here? Oh, just um, uh, Happy Bomb's um, level of production that he puts into everything. Ah, yes, yes. He does a very, nah, he really, very... he really does put his effort into it. He goes all out. He does. It's good to see. Um, the Molesk update. So, spoiler free, um, I've been, I've been hearing a lot of people saying that uh, they're kind of over the Molesk. Um, did yeah. and I, I kind of avoided it for my own personal reason, but did you guys see uh, much more uh, attention to Nomolskov late because of the um, A3 update? I didn't see as much hype around it. Um, I played it, but I, again, I wasn't really hyped, but I didn't even go to Athena 3 or anything like that yet. Um, I, I don't know. It just didn't catch my attention that much. I saw the new EVR storms and stuff, and they were cool the way they've updated them and stuff but uh maybe in a little while i'll um adventure it a bit more um yeah yeah it looks great but i haven't played for the past couple of months i haven't even looked into it i would like to actually play just to see a3 but i i can't see that suddenly igniting a spark for me being addicted to the map out of nowhere See, I don't get the, um, I personally don't get the people getting over the Namols thing. Uh, being more of a survivalist, I fucking love it, um, Amish. It's 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 almost the perfect blend of DayZ for me, you know, that you can still have the PvP and all that sort of uh, interaction because it's such a close quarters map, but there's there's still a, a forced survival aspect to the game. Yeah, I mean, Namols, like, I mean, and you do get this on all servers, but, like, I find that Namolsk is the one map where like i really am focusing on pve just surviving and then the combat comes secondary where you know again like we, we talked about it earlier like anything can be a win but i find myself like on cherno you know once i get a decent gun like i'm looking for somebody to interact with whether it's banded or otherwise uh but like namas it's just like it is next level and right now it's so hard and it's i don't think it's like in a bad way either uh it's like it's just is very difficult to get down south now so when you do like you really value your life i mean when i was playing today i unfortunately i starved to death but like i spotted two players and i had a sporter and i was like i cannot engage these guys you know i can't risk them being bandits they could absolutely destroy me and i can't i can't kill them with a sporter so i just i just avoided them you know where on Cherno, I probably would have been more like, ah, eh, whatever, let's see if we can get a, a two sporter kills and do rags to riches, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I haven't made it to A3 yet. I, I had so much fun. The first the first day on the mosque, I made it to A2 and got to explore that. And I have not had that level of luck with A3 so far. It's been it's been really, it's like slamming my head against the wall. It's mm -hmm. so difficult, but I'm still, I'm excited. It'll be rewarding once I finally make it there. I, I hope I do, but... Okay, know, what very... is it with you and ladders? I've seen quite a few comments about ladders. I wish I had. I, sh I actually wanted to like gather some clips in case like some stuff coming up. Uh, so I died twice yesterday. On was it yesterday? No, it was Thursday. Uh, I literally at the hospital on the mosque. 
I was climbing a ladder, one of the cranes, and I was looking, holding alt to look at like a deagle that was on top of it. But I was holding alt and looking to the right as I was getting the animation to climb up. So my character just spins around and then just falls right to his death. Four hours later, I go back and I'm climbing a different ladder and people are going, why don't you climb that crane? I go, climb that crane? I would never do that. I'm not, I would never climb that crane and then fall, turning my head, looking at the crane, do the exact same thing and fell off of a hospital. So <laughs> those were, two of the deaths yesterday were self-inflicted, but yeah, yeah. That, was, that was rough. Today I was a little luckier, but well, luckier that I didn't self-inflict any deaths like that, you know. I'm actually myself, uh, Mark's um, excited to see some people are uh, taking the Namol survival mod and incorporating it with Winter Chernerus. Yeah, I've seen that. People are. Um, I heard. I heard when the first of these people were doing that with uh, Winter Chernerus, getting the snow and make snowballs and stuff, and it makes it more difficult. It'll be cool. See, I haven't played. I went to China's map that has the Namask features, but hopefully this winter I'll see it. It'll, it should be kind of cool, actually. <clears throat> I'd actually love to see um, Sumrak um, do that, um, uh, Agony, is just create a Winter Turner survival uh, mod so that it, it just easily adapts to those people who've got the Winter Turner as mod um, and they can just add the Turner survival, which has all the aspects that make them all so unique. Yeah, actually, um, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a little more prominence to Winter Chernaris, maybe throughout the year, because, again, if you if Chernaris is the main map you play, you kind of want something to change it up here or there, and I don't want it to be like in winter where it's like you're forced to only play Winter Chernaris and you can't play normal Chernaris. Mm. So to be able to have the option between the two constantly throughout the year would be pretty nice. Whether or not people will play it or not, that's different. Well, they did kind of hint at um, something with seasons in the uh, roadmap that they announced. So, fingers crossed, we might get to see that in the future, Amish. Well, they have. I mean, I think that right now they have seasons, but there's no yeah. visual season. Yeah. But like, if you set your server up and you set it to December, it's freaking cold. But then once yeah. it's September, it should be warmer. But we've only experienced that from like, I want to say that was a 1.10 thing. So like, we've only seen it in terms of you know in the winter. So, because like you mentioned that Australian map, that would be amazing. I would love a desert map that has like different challenges in that you can't wear a pea coat because you'll overheat, you get dehydrated quicker. Maybe at night it gets like devastatingly cold in the desert. Like I would love those type of different challenges just for the variety. Even on Cherno, like you know, I mean, I'm I'm weird. I, I'm like a fashionista in Daisy. I, I want to wear like civilian outfits and different clothing yep. i'm sick of wearing the same pea coat over and over again i'd like to wear check shirts every now and again you know so like i'm hoping that come the summer that'll be a thing where pea coats are too hot and then like a check shirt or a t-shirt is going to work a lot better well we've got the guy uh planning to come on in the future who's doing the australian map so we'll be able to find out more about it then uh maybe he can team up with a good modder as well if he's if that's not in his if he's just a map maker and create uh, a custom mod because uh, i've said before on the show i would love to see more survival aspects re revolving around temperature and stuff like that where you do overheat because uh, at the yeah. moment pretty much all there is is getting too cold but having overheating to... and seeing dehydration tied to overheating yes. would be a really really awesome feature yes like even some of the more tropical climates like uh 
North Queensland, um, Northern Australia, where the humidity is bordering on 100%, yeah. and you just sweat sitting in the shade. You are sweating. You are sweating buckets of uh, fluids. So having to keep your water levels up is a, is a real challenge. <clears throat> but I, I do no, I do think there's still a lot more life left in the mosque. Uh, it, it, it's still a very popular server. You know, uh, uh, smoke seems to be playing it a hell of a lot, and because uh, smoke's playing it, everyone else is playing it um, for various reasons. But yeah, I mean, if it um, can exist for as long as it had in Daisy Mod and have a revival in standalone, it definitely still has some mm -hmm. life in it. I'd say. Have you seen the feature that was added about food from the mask? No. Hunt yes. food. Yes. yes. <laughs> Do you want to know what it is? But it's not groundbreaking. Go for it. I, mean, I, don't, think, I don't think it's much of a spy, spoiler, is it? I don't think I so. wouldn't say it is. I'm only avoiding A3 spoilers personally. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So basically what it is, when if you know the way when you cook food, you cook a steak or something on the, mm -hmm. the oven and you can take it out and instantly eat it. In the mask now, if you do that, it gives you damage because it's too hot. So you actually have to leave it a couple of minutes to cool down. And I didn't realize this at first. And I brought myself down to a red health because I was eating hot food and I was wondering why I was nearly done. <laughs> I thought it was the fire. So it's something to um, keep an eye out for. That'd be a cool thing to have in the base game as well, I think. I think they're planning on bringing that uh, to the base game. It definitely is a little over the top right now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. earlier yeah. today, I was just hanging out with a guy. I wonder if I have a clip. I don't think I do. And this guy, he's cooking meat, and he was mostly friendly, but a little hostile. And he literally, he takes a piece of meat off of his the stove. He takes three bites of it. He goes unconscious. I just, like, grabbed all his shit and ran away. But, like, it's <laughs> a little much. And I, the same thing happened to me. I took two bites, and I went from yellow to flashing red. And that's just a little more than it yeah, should. Yeah, that, that seems... Um, uh, uh, kudos for trying something different, but... I don't know about Absolutely. you guys, but I've cooked a steak before, whacked it on a plate, and fucking pretty much eaten it straight away, and just yeah. got hot, hot, hot. Honestly, I've never been in danger of dying. I'm not yeah. trying to hate on it, but I, I kind of don't see the reason for that. Just that's one of those. That's one of those features where it's like you're trying to create something survival esque, but it's like bare minimum in result. Like, oh well, I just have to wait to eat the food now. It's like with the rain. It's like. Oh, rain is survival. Okay, I just have to sit inside for 10 minutes. That isn't necessarily survival. Well, the rain thing, like, as long as there's a way to counteract it, and actually somebody, I had some people suggest that instead of it burning your mouth and you losing a lot of health, what if, like, you know how when you put a helmet on, you get muffled? Hmm. You know, what if your mouth, you burn your mouth so your character has muffled speech for, like, five <laughs> minutes afterwards? I was like, all right, I, I like that. But, like, I, the rain <clears> thing, like, I remember when that was a big problem, and, like, I think the biggest issue there is that there was no way to fight it. You know, your only solution was to wait indoors. And it was boring. But if it was like, oh, pick the right clothing, you can pick a raincoat that'll keep you warm and dry, which at the time it didn't. Like, it's all about like your choices being able to make it so you can actually progress. And if you choose to sit and wait, that's your choice. But you could also choose to prepare correctly and then be able to keep going. You know, Nathan's chat's bringing up a good point. Um, boiling water, yes. Yeah, I put in yeah. um, a container of frozen water on and boiling that up and then drinking that. Yeah, there's a good chance that might actually kill you because you're going to fucking scold the entire inside of your body. Uh, but a hot bit of hot meat. We, we've all eaten hot meat before. Oh, too hot. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and you just, yeah. you know, roll it around in your mouth and you kind of... Yeah. 
Oh, another thing I thought of too would be cool is if you could, because like I was starving to death today, so of course I just grabbed it and started eating. But if you could like put the meat in your hand and like cool it down quicker by like blowing on it yeah. in some sort of way, kind of the way you reignite a fire, like that might be a way to add a little bit of something too. That way, you know, again, you take the step, you do something extra, you can eat it quicker. But it's just like half health from three bites is kind of is laugh. I, I think they know that though. I feel like it's like next patch they'll change it. You know, I haven't played the mosque enough to actually tell, but realistically if it's a survival situation you're in the mosque just put it on the snow that would cool it down just put yeah, food yeah, on the ground actually cool food down uh i i try i was putting meat on the ground to see if it cooled quicker i don't feel like it did but then also like the added benefit of putting it in your inventory you get the heat buff quicker so that was nice too but uh yeah, yeah i don't think it really cooled it down quicker chat you disappointed me it took you this long to start making the um chat uh, uh sexual innuendos about amish liking hot meat in him and stuff like that and they've been doing that all day don't yeah. congratulate them. yeah they've been <laughs> behaving like 20 minutes uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah i still, wish I was too funny there's still a lot of life um left in the mosque and um yeah sure the popularity has waned a bit but that's the case of everything yeah it's 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 cyclical you know just the same as PvP hotspots on a map change, people's interest in, in maps change, and people's playstyles change, and yeah, we'll we'll see it come and go. And I just love the fact that they're still releasing stuff for it, and you know, giving people new inspiration of different ways to uh, play the game. Yeah. Now speaking I'm just of so like updates this year, I, I was worried we wouldn't, you know. Yeah, what this so I did see um on the tweet there, uh, someone had commented so. We've already had one updated, so is it another four or is it three more? Four. Yeah. Either way, I'm happy. They met it last year with all the challenges that 2020 brought, so it's good to see them doing it again. Um, now, changes to the Steam Workshop rules. There's um, a rumour getting around that um, Nightwolf is in a bit of trouble. Uh, for those who don't know, Nightwolf um, uh, was doing a uh, helicopter mod that servers could buy uh, for a, you know, X amount of dollars and then they would get the files and be able to use it on their server, which goes against um, Steam and uh, Bohemia's monetization policy. And I've heard that um, <clears throat> that he's basically in a bit of trouble. Have you, has anyone else heard anything about that? Not at all. Not really, no. So yeah, I, I don't add. So I, I, yeah, that's like over my head. I did reach out to um, Bohemia for a comment, and they said they don't have one. Um, so can't confirm or deny, but it's basically... looks like they might be trying to crack down on some of this stuff. Now, I don't think that that um, stops people from being able to pay someone to create a mod for them but yeah it just it it's stolen assets were used apparently foxy's saying as well and it's it's a I very think, muddy um, very muddy uh incident what's that marks i think was it sometime last week oh no it would have been this week um the servers the mod got a strike i think on the workshop yeah and it was taken down and then their servers that they used to connect to the mod to verify you own it or something also went offline for a couple of days so any server that had the mod on their actual server was completely screwed over by it and they couldn't use them 
Um, I know I, it's up, I think it's up back working now again, but it was for a little while there that it was down and just not working at all. I mean, I mean, a lot of the guys who are making map mods, they they have like Patreon and PayPal's, you know, so they accept like donations. Like, is that like the difference? Like, this guy's charging it just for to be able to actually use it. Because, like, you know, like I, I I threw Sumerak a couple bucks. You know, I was happy mm. to. He worked hard on that in his free time. You know, why the hell wouldn't I? Uh, I'm I'm gonna play the map. I'm gonna enjoy it. But yeah, I just it, it seems similar. But I guess that one's voluntary and one's like kind of gatekeeping in a way. Yeah, it's we we definitely need some clarification on it, and it, yeah, it does kind of come back to um, the the conversations we've had about the fact that uh, most people are, are fine with you know chucking a few quid to streamers and YouTubers and stuff like that, but when it comes to giving a few dollars to the modders, most people have never even thought of doing it. Um, yeah, the server ad. Yeah, there's this there's this expectation that modders just do it out of the goodness of their own heart which you know if he if he stole stuff um that's not on but you can sort of understand why you know and i've been quite vocal on the fact that uh, it, it kind of makes me sad that so many mods are server specific now i'd love to see more sharing in the daisy community but i can kind of understand why modders do it because there's fucking hardly a, a way for them to make a dollar um, to support what they do. And, you know, they spend a lot of money buying assets, uh, 3D models and things like that to customise. And a lot of time and effort goes into it. And some of them, you know, may not have an actual job and maybe you need to do it. So I can totally understand why they do it. You know, I pay people to create stuff for me as well uh, for the mod that I'm working on. But, yeah, the, the system kind of encourages them to do things like this. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, he's able to make money off us. It's shitty, but, you know, go for it. You know, at the end of the day, you know, don't only stop him now. How long has he been doing it? Two years? Something like that. If it was a much bigger deal, they would have stopped him, you know, week one. Foxy records so. he made 30000 last year. Really? Damn. Yeah. I, I would have imagined for the uh, helicopter mocks, like expansion was free and they were they free? Actually, they were free from Maya and they weren't free. I don't know about from a server admin perspective, but they had helicopters on it and most of them don't anymore from what I've seen. I always wonder what happened to that. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. I think a lot of servers or some servers are starting to remove his helicopter mod now, especially because you know, it keeps going down a lot. So or mm. especially as of this week anyway, so. Yeah, I had it explained to me. He changed some stuff about it, so it wasn't really tied to him and all the rest of it. But it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I don't know. It, it's a it's a messy situation, and you know, I wish I had someone on who knew the ins and outs of it more um, with everything that's happened and that. But I think this is the beginning of a bit of a crackdown, so we'll have to wait and see what happens in the future with um, modding and paying for mods and all the rest of it. But yeah. You know the one thing I don't understand about Bohemia's cracking down on, we'll say heli skins, it doesn't have to be paid, we'll just say free heli skins in general, is we're not going to get helicopters in Daisy anytime soon. Not within the next year or two, I would imagine, anyway. So I don't know why Daisy is always claiming these, you know, or um, striking these, DCMA striking these skins and stuff over and over again. People just want 
a good helicopter to use. We're not going to get him in the base game for years. We might never get him. Who knows? I think that's the so. exact reason in itself, because if they... If there's a constant influx of helicopter mods that are already in the game, then when they finally add helicopters in, that's not going to be impressive. You're just adding something we've already had for years. Sure. And, yeah. So basically, they need to do damage <sighs> control. RuneScape actually did the same thing a long time ago with um, old school RuneScape because somebody completely recoded the old school RuneScape engine to look like RuneScape HD, which is a version of RuneScape that came out in like 2008. And they it was free. They weren't getting any money for it whatsoever, but Jagex sent them a cease and desist and told them you either delete the code or you give it to us for free. So it's probably just a business thing, ensuring they, they're they able to actually make hype out of it. If they ever actually release Switch. Exactly. I don't see it happening. No, I don't either. I also don't think it's necessary, but, you know. Yeah, truthfully, I don't think they belong in the game. Yeah, it's a nice bonus. It's not necessary. Again, it's not a helicopter game. It's a zombie game. Like, I think those are the priorities, but... I'd rather see bicycles back in, honestly. Yes. Bikes would be cool. Yeah. And might have watched yeah. Bicycles, quads, dirt bikes. Mm -hmm. I agree with Foxy. Boats. Boats yeah. would be very Boats. cool. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, Deer Isle, I know. Yep. John yeah. McLean, I've talked to him a couple times. He's He's got a custom Deer Isle boat mod being made by somebody and awesome. like deer isle is going to be essential if you've played that recently there's like all these new islands up in the northwest and uh i mean even cherno i mean that's something the running man has said a million times is like they should really take more advantage of the sea add a couple more islands yeah. add like a high tier yeah. military base that like might be almost impossible to swim to so you have to take a boat to get there like that, that stuff like that could be awesome definitely um yeah even um yeah, one of the things I, I love with uh, Livonia is the river um, that traverses, you know, the northern area. It's a nice wide river, um, and you can imagine, you know, getting in a boat and um, shooting from one end to the other along there. And, you know, Cherneris kind of needs a nice big fat river like that snaking its way through it with a few branches yeah. and all the rest of it. You know, just add another way of um, traversing the map. What was that, Amish? It's got the western river that goes all the way from, like, north-south down Lake yeah. Zell and all that. Um, but I don't think it's really big enough. It's not big like Livonia's river. Um, not the same there. No, but definitely um, something to watch. Um, you know, maybe they do bring choppers in. Maybe they don't. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did drop them on us without us um, knowing they were coming. Um, so, yeah. Have to Theoretically, wait it shouldn't be too hard if they can reutilize Arma assets. But whether they have the rights to that or not is a different story. We're not allowed to use it. We can use Armour 2 stuff, but we can't use Armour 3. So, yeah, have to wait and see. Um, Creator Server. Finally an announcement. Oh, yeah, it's this month, right? 20th. 20th, 20th of March. Yeah. I, I don't like the idea of having to play against people who are good at the game. So I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? I don't want to go up against Tope. Sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Tope and Chopper and Hop and all these guys who are just absolute PvP beasts. Me, I'm just going to be hiding in the forest. Yeah. Look, look at the try and find people who are uh, by a campfire trying to survive and um, then work out what I'm going to do with them. 
Yeah, I mean, the mod list is, again, that's what I think is the most interesting. Like, just playing against other streamers, like, I, 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 get, I guess I see the appeal, but it almost seems more like, like, kind of like trying to set up for, like, high school drama bullshit, where you get, like, really angry, like, oh my god, did you hear that, you know, Karma Crew raided this clan's base, and just, like, everybody gets all, like, butthurt at each other, but, I mean, I, I just, like, dab... Dab server, or sorry, mod list that he's been talking about sounds really cool. Like, yeah. I haven't been in the Discord in a while, but he he talked about having it so that you can't move around items in your backpack unless it's in your hands. And, like, that's something I would love. I mean, I'm all for R to reload, but I think if you're going to reload using R, it, the item should have to be on your hotbar. And if you're going to reload something, it should if you're going to use a hotbar, it should have to be in your inventory, like shirt, pants, vest. There's a mod and ready for that backpack. called Hardcore Backpacks. Yeah, I've heard about that. Like, I, yeah. like, I would love one. You put the backpack in your hand, you hear a little zip noise, you can move stuff around your backpack, mm -hmm. and then, I mean, I'm, I'm OCD with my inventory. I put any ammo I'm using in my pants, any magazines uh, that I'm using in, like, shirt, vest, pants, and then stuff that I don't need in my backpack. If I'm in a, a pinch, I'm low on stamina, I'll drop the backpack that has yeah. a bunch of cans of food in it, and then I got, you know, a little bit extra stamina for the fight, you know? I just I think that would be huge if they had that. I mean, that's a reason enough for me to really get check out the server. They have um they have that where I know they were putting in the custom zip sounds and everything like that for the backpacks and stuff like that. Um, another thing that they are adding or customizing is explosions like grenades and stuff, so you can hear them from hundreds of meters away, and uh, they actually work properly and like echo off and everything. I've seen that as well as another clip that was in the server. It's yeah, so really cool. So weak in Daisy. Yeah. It's so odd that they're so quiet. Mm -hmm. That it's pretty rough. He also said Dab said he's also. I think he said I don't know if it was true, but he was going to release the the mod pack for that server publicly to the Steam Workshop after the server was done. Cool. So that'll be cool for people who want to use that on servers and stuff. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be um, just just purely from a. Uh, a spectator's view is going to be good seeing so many egos all in the one small map uh, and just seeing what happens from it. I know, like you were saying, Amish, it is going to be a bit drama, 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 high school sort of stuff. But part of me, that. part of me, is actually looking forward to that because it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Hopefully, it stays lighthearted at least. You know, That's I would what hate I'm to. Hoping. Like, yeah, you know. But I, I don't I don't generally get too upset. Is it going to be like base building focused? That's the one thing I like. If it's base building focused, that's when things are going to get really tense because people put hours and hours and hours into it. He did have a mod yeah. he was talking about that he'd been working on, Erno, um, which was creating these standalone structures. But I think there's been some issues with that. So I'm not sure what they're looking at. Um, but I know Dab was in chat before. I don't know whether he still is, but... Um, I'm not sure what solution they've come up with. Uh, because, yeah, people get butt hurt when they lose a base. Actually, that might be a good reason, like one reason for people to play. You know, like the bigger guys, like the running man's always saying, he's like, I can't bail the base. Like, he just couldn't. He'd, it would get griefed and stream sniped and all that, you know. When you're like when you're that size, smoke probably has the same issue. Although day one, you don't build bases. But like on that type of server, it'd be easier to monitor and the bigger guys might actually be able to build a base if they wanted to. So that is a benefit I hadn't thought of. Yeah. 
because <clears throat> that always makes me sad, you know, when you see the, the, that, that, that's the whole aspect of DayZ that most content creators never get to experiment with. The YouTubers do, if they're not streaming, um, they're just doing YouTube videos, they can do it because that's obviously not happening live. Uh, but then they've got to wait a while before they can release videos because, you know, I, I've done it. Um, I've streamed building bases and that. And people memorize your base layout and they know exactly where all the good stuff is and they just rage you straight up um, easily because they know all the uh, strong points and weaknesses of your base. And yeah, so it is, it is kind of sad to see so many people missing out on what is a big aspect of Daisy. The FT did a great the base bandit series. I don't yes. know if you watched that, but I that do. was solid. And you know, I mean, he always managed to do that pretty well. He just edited it correctly. I don't know if he was streaming at the time. I think that was before I was ever even watching Twitch, let alone streaming yep. myself. But you know, those were great. He's an amazing creator, uh, Super FT Lol. Um, it always disappoints me that um, he never blew up like the Running Man did, because you know, for those who remember, it was him, the Running Man, and um, barely infected were you know the, the holy trio um yeah. of day z back in the day and the running man blew up massively super ft lol still does well he gets a few hundred people watching him but he just never took off like the running man did and i never understood it because he's as good as uh the running man is in my opinion he's got a, his own dry sense of humor and um a loyal following and yeah deserves to have a lot yeah. more attention they're all, I mean, those three guys, they made Daisy for me. Like, I know Frankie yeah. is everybody's golden boy, but like those three, you know, FT taught me to, to flank and use tactics. Barely yeah. Infected taught me that it's worthwhile to try to talk to people and be friendly. And the running man taught me to fuck all of that and just run in guns blazing. So like mm -hmm. those guys, like really, they, they really affected, uh, you know, the way I played the game. But, they but yeah, I mean. <laughs> a murder ft was too busy flanking to grow his channel <laughs> and, and when you talk about super ft lol a, a flank is a serious fucking flank like the guy will go around half the fucking map um, <laughs> but it usually works for him you know he's even got an emote an ft flank um mm. he's you know, probably the, the flanking master uh when you think of flanking nice. think ft <laughs> i said flanking not wanking <laughs> But yeah, no, um, he, he's still going strong, still there. Um, definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth checking out. He's an amazing uh, content creator. Um, guys, we have flown through the agenda tonight, um, or today. We're now on to uh, the little mini spotlights. Um, one that I wanted to bring a highlight on. Uh, we were talking before about Infected and the, the, the lack of variety from them. Now, have you guys heard of uh, the PVZ mod? Yeah. Negative. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant mod. You may have played on a server where when you searched um, an infected, you noticed that their inventory looked like a player's. It had slots for weapons and all the rest of it. Ooh. This is I what, like that. This is what PVZ mod does. Um, you can basically customize the infected. Now, I've got it on my server. Um, basically, if you see a pre-zombie, you run. Because they are just insanely strong. Um, they sprint um, at the normal speed. They're, they're, the, they're the worst infected to run into. Followed closely by military zombies. There's a, a, a zombie chick who looks like a librarian. But she'll only ever walk. Um, if she hits you, you know you've been hit. Uh, it adds basically a whole pile of customization um, for 
what you can and can't do with the infected. <clears throat> um, it's it's just it's an amazing little mod, and these are all done by Liven, who has quite a good little mod pack there. Uh, no wall hack on connection. Um, PVZ uh, Dark Horde, Moving Horde, Night and Day. PVZ mod spawn system. That's actually hilarious that there's a there's a mod that fixes the issue between seeing through walls when you spawn in, but it hasn't been fixed in the actual game yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious. If, I, I don't know if it was like if it's possible, but like if Bohemia just bought a bunch of the mods and just brought them into the vanilla game, it would yeah. really yes. Like, so that for a while. They, like even just like clothing mods, like different color Taloon bags, you know, like it just stuff like that would be even nice, and it would save them a lot of work, I would think, you know. Yeah, they um, they they'd probably have to polish the code a bit because you know the modders yeah. don't have full access and all the rest of it. But <clears throat> I I totally a hundred percent agree with you, mate. Why aren't they lightening their workload and looking at some of these good mods and saying, yes, here's a couple of thousand dollars, mate. We want to buy your mod from you um, and incorporate it into the game. It rewards yeah. them um, for creating quality content. Uh, basically, have them as contractors. I mean, that's how the whole mod got made. I mean, Dean Hall made a mod of Arma Two, yeah. and then they bought the mod, and you know, like so, it kind of makes sense. But I'm sure there's a reason. You know, I just whenever it gets to be these things, I have ideas, and then I'm like, well, there's probably a reason. I'm I'm too stupid to know why it wouldn't work. But yeah, need to start spending some of that ten cent money. <laughs> Somebody's mods in. but I put a link to um, his uh, workshop in chat. Definitely check it out, guys. If you're playing on a server and you've um, got people saying that the infected just aren't a threat, well, there's a fix for it. That you can install this mod. It's a little bit of a tricky mod. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, I've got the Rona, um, but I'm joking. I don't have it. Uh, but. It's, it's definitely one to um, check out, and it really adds to the threat of infected. Um, like, you know, I find myself just crawling everywhere when they're, when I'm in a town. You can't just run through, because if you get enough of them on you, you're in a world of hurt. You are in a world of hurt. Um, so it's an amazing little mod, folks. Amazing little mod there. Um, heavy attack, double damage. Yeah, he's got some other stuff there to check out, but what definitely what... To give him a shout out because I've been a huge fan of PVZ mod since the first time I saw it, it was on Daisy Down Under, um, and it just adds so much to it. Plus, you can have now military zombies that actually have a weapon on them, you know, a weapon that's slung on them. It's not common, but when you search them, sure enough, there's an AK or something, usually badly damaged, as you'd expect it to be after years of being, you know, stuck to a body, but. It adds variety of what you can actually find on them. So it's more than just making infected more of a threat. It's also about changing what they have on them and so on. Very, very good like, little mod. Adding like hats and backpacks to zombies and vests mm -hmm. like was awesome. I mean, the, those that first week, like every time you saw a zombie with a backpack on, you were shitting a brick because you thought it was a player. Even now, now the one with the head torch on it. Yeah, I was about to say the head torch one was the scariest shit I ever yeah. fucking saw in the game. The oh, first fuck, time a player. I saw it. Look at that fucking torch. You know, like I, I love that. Yeah, zombie variety would be great. How do you guys feel about like if they were like, you know, like in Last of Us they have like bloaters and then they have mm -hmm. like different like you know. I, I, have you ever thought about? I don't know if any there's blood suckers in some of the mall servers, but I, I honestly it might go against Daisy's lore, but I think stuff like that could be fun. I don't know. 
I, if it's I, I agree with you, mate. If it's to mate, a particular not for map. Every server, but um, Helkiana has skinwalkers on her server, um, extra creatures. So it's up to the server. I, I think there's definitely a market for it. What were you saying, Agony? Um, as long as it's restricted to particular maps, I don't mind having new enemies and stuff like that. Because I don't really think I would like bloodsuckers on Chernaris on a everyday yeah. thing. But on Namalsk, that's different. That actually works in that case because it's Namalsk. It's a completely different experience than Chernaris. Yeah. Yep. We never, we talked about environmental threats that they talked about. That, different zombies, I mean, that could be something they were talking about there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. If they bring in radiation, they could have a radiated Zeds as well. That yeah. could have a whole different thing. I actually wanted to see if they could even go as far as doing like a radiated ammo. Like hmm. having irradiated weapons, maybe it's like a really good weapon, but if you hold it for too long with your character, it'll give you damage. I don't know. Something, some things to spice up radiation a bit to make it have perks. Because personally, I think radiation is cool, but I don't think that servers have used it properly. I don't think it should be used to ward away camping at Tissy. Because you go to Tissy, you kind of want PvP at Tissy. I don't want people to not be able to sit there. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, it, it's like there have been radiated maps that were fun, but then they didn't really last. Like, Karma Crew had it for a while, and they took it off after a while. And it, it was it was fun while it was there, but it literally was just like, it was just extra steps to go to Tizzy. You just had to have the right gear to get to Tizzy, and then you had a time limit. And again, really fun, but like, if there were more like different effects, and it wasn't just like, oh, you can't go there unless you have this item. And there was something a little more nuanced to it. It la it hurt you after you left, or you know, I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing, but like something that a little more than just taking health damage could definitely add to it. I totally agree. Like I saw uh, Mark, you put a tweet out about. Does anyone else kind of feel meh about Tizzy? Tizzy's a wasted yeah. resource, in my opinion. Hundred percent. Need something. It because I, if they were to bring a radiation, that's where I would expect them to put it. I, I thought that was always the plan. It was yeah. back in the day. They talked about it. I, I remember it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe no, I'm that, having that a false memory. Was but the plan. Yeah, you remember the same agony? Yeah, Tissy was supposed to be irradiated since forever, pretty yeah. much. But I, I, I see the reasoning for it, but I, I just disagree in trying to push away people from going and populating such a high profile pvp area it doesn't make sense to me i'd rather have dynamic radiation zones that are moving across the map maybe one day you play it's in dubrovka the next day it's in solnichny the next day it's in lopatino yeah, so yeah, the way... only issue with that is um if you set up your base and suddenly the um radiation zone is on your location you don't know you've logged out you log back in and all of a sudden you're being irradiated and you don't have the nbc gear you're screwed i mean that's that's survival yeah, have, a, have a redometer with you. You got to evacuate and come back. I mean, exactly. I, I think that could be cool. I always wanted like hordes of zombies with that type of. That thing. would finally, that would finally um, give a real reason for a car, honestly, than just picking up your friends, getting the fuck out of the the rad zone at mm. that point. Yeah, true. I just I love that idea of like something that's kind of like shifting throughout the map, whether yeah. it be a horde or like radiation or whatever. You know, even if it was like a herd of animals that you could hunt, there's just like the idea that you could walk up to a player and be like, yeah, man, like, do you hear about that horde up in, you know, Navoya? Hordes was up? another thing yeah, that I wanted there. as well. Yeah. I think, I think the Toxic Zone mod does that. 
you can have a moving toxic cloud. Yeah, you can. But if they were to do a like say a moving toxic cloud in the vanilla game, that would give the you know those um, radios in the cities chances maybe alarms go off as well if it's mm. coming nearby or something like that in every city as well to warn you that it's on the way or something like that. Cool as well. Or maybe just have it be classic. You just see it in the distance rolling in. Yeah, that, that's what shit. I remember seeing um, on Daisy Down Under, I think it was. Um, the, the the rolling cloud of uh, green toxic gas moving through the map and you're like, oh shit, got to run. I don't think, um, if that's the case though, I don't think you should necessarily need the whole NBC suit uh, to not die. I think you should be able to have the mask first and foremost with a filter and that'll keep you from dying and then you just get sick but without the suit that that, that would be the main thing actually is just balancing the suit and the mask and making it to where it's not op and not like a hindrance to have to get the suit because when you think about it how often do you really complete the whole mbc suit i know one guy who wears it all the time and he's a legend his name is banana man and he's the hero <laughs> yeah. i've come across him before yeah He's he's amazing, <laughs> the superhero of Chernaris. He's ready. That man is ready for when that shit happens. <laughs> he's gonna be laughing while everyone else is crying. I'm just looking at uh, this PVZ mod, the Dark Horde. Um, the Namolsk EVR storm is linked to the Dark Horde. Possible to teleport players near the Horde. So, looks like Live has got some pretty cool stuff that he's. Um, Worked on night zombies, white ladies, weak but fast and go through doors. Nightwalkers have to be headshot but slow and go through doors. Gillies, completely invisible at long distance. Red eyes, always run, never simply walk. Almost invisible zombies, hard to see with NG NVGs but easy without. Hmm. So, you know, th there's, there's some amazing stuff out there, folks, um, that is being worked on by people. And Liven's workshop is full of quite a few of them. Um, if you're interested in stuff to spice up your server, um, you know, I could just imagine dropping this uh, uh, mod on a community without letting them know that it's coming, and all of a sudden, um, like the the military zombies, quite a lot of them um, have helmets, and you can pump four or five nine mil bullets into their heads, and they still don't go down. So it really changes things up. It it, it makes infected a threat, which is one of the most common um, complaints you hear about Day Z, a game with zombies yeah. in it, and the zombies aren't a threat. Well, there's a fix there for those. Not right yeah, I was about to say the zombies not being a threat nowadays is more so you're standing in a doorway or inside a building and then the zombie is doing 180 degree arcs around the doorway instead of going into it. Yeah. yeah. Or running around you and not attacking you like a fucking dog that's excited to see you. <laughs> Even though they are still like broken with that side of things, like Deer Isle and the mosque, you really got to be careful. When you're at the airfield on Deer Isle, if you fire a shot, I mean, you could get overwhelmed yeah. so quickly. And the mosque yeah. is the same way. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. And, and immediately got punished by gun race. <laughs> Uh, my my oh yeah god the gun raising i i think they take weapon collision out I, I, until it's fixed i just but it hasn't bothered me much recently but like it's it, it honestly it's ago. something that you can forget about but then when it happens it fucking irks you when it does so yeah mm -hmm. mm -hmm. killed me just before i started uh before i the <laughs> podcast killed me i got swarmed by zombies i tried to you know the the weapon punch that you can do and try to push them back 
It didn't yeah. do that. It just raised my gun up and like, yep. instantly just got swarmed. And I was like, okay, screwed. Don't care. That's how it I goes. would love to see, too, that one, those those weapon melees use a little bit less stamina because it uses like a 30 or stamina right now. And two, with a bayonet, if you headshot a zombie with a bayonet. It should be a one tap. One tap. Yeah, because like, that would make it so useful. I mean, yeah. no one uses bayonets right now because they're, I think they pointless. actually decrease your uh, or increase bullet dispersion. So, like, you're less accurate with it. And then, but it would be so nice to have an M4 that you don't have to put away if you're going to get swarmed by zombies, you know? Anytime I've tried using the bayonet, I run out of stamina using the bayonet before the Zed is even <clears> dead. <throat> so, yep. effectively, it has no purpose because why would you even use that yeah. on a person? Because yeah. if you're going to melee a person, you're not going to melee them over and over. You're going to two-piece them. You're going to melee them once and then pop them dead. Like, shoot them once and then it's over. That is so, so satisfying, though. Just, like, pop them and then... Classic Gears of War combo. <laughs> but it's always so disappointing when you do bayonets, um, even an infected, and it does bugger all of them. It's like, oh. So I bothered to attach a bayonet, and it doesn't do much. Well, that was no. a waste of time. I mean, that's like what we said back earlier. Weapon attachments having more significance would be nice. Yeah. 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 Um, I would like to see the ability, um, instead of having to find double mags, why can't we just duct tape two fucking mags together and make a makeshift double mag? So I had that idea a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to um, Dump Grab, I think it was, and he said it, it, was, it is possible to make it look like that, but it would just kind of turn it into a 60-rounder. And speaking of sense. duct tape, before I forget it, if there's anyone in the dev team listening, please make it to where you can fix your shoes with duct tape. Because people have been doing that for years. You don't need to use a sewing kit to fix your fucking shoes. See, That's I've always said that um, duct tape should be allowed to repair things to damage state only. Not worn, Yeah, uh, but to damage state. Um, exactly. Just to, yeah, it, it basically duct tape was just a stopgap. Until you could uh, find a more, you know, relevant item such as a leather sewing kit or something like that, duct tape was a just a, you know, you use duct tape not in general, not as a permanent um, solution to stuff. So you should be able to repair from badly damaged to damaged using duct tape most items. Yeah, I actually, I like that balance because duct tape was way too OP. You had no yes. reason for yeah. a weapon cleaning kit for a long time, uh, but it, it just, it, it, I, I think. Only I think that's the thing, though, is they go from two different extremes back and forth. They make it duct tape is God for a bit, yes. like the meme that duct tape is, and then they make it borderline useless. Uh, now, my uh, mini spotlight for our content creator is, we were talking about him before, Super FT LOL. Guy's on um, 17,400 subscribers. Um, should be on 10 times that, in my opinion. You were talking about his videos back in the day, Amish. They're fucking brilliant. They are absolutely brilliant. He is a god-tier creator. Um, he has brilliant use of music in his videos that really amplifies the the emotion at the moment, doesn't it, Amish? Uh, yeah, FT, I mean, like I said, FT, Rene, TRMZ, like those are like mm -hmm. the guys that really got me. And, you know, Frankie, again, all due respect, but like those guys are, those are the yes. standalone guys for me, you know. Yep. When Frankie stopped making videos, uh, my go-tos were... TRMZ, FT, Barely Infected, Mr. Blackout, Jam Jar, um, Mr. Moon, you know, all those guys who, who rose up at that right time and were just were creating amazing content back in the day. And FT is still pumping them out. He also streams on um, Twitch. Um, I'll get his uh, channel link um, and put it into chat as well. 
still one of the funniest moments I've ever seen in Daisy is when FT got caught like sticking his finger up a deer's butt and some random dude just like rolled yeah. up there. It's just the, but it was the, a banana. The banana. Oh, the banana. Okay, banana on a it. stick. I used that in one of my uh, Daisy clips thing. And just yeah, the fact that he got caught was just freaking gold, dude. Honestly, yeah. one of the best funniest moments of Daisy, and he always seems yeah. to have them. Like the time when he was going up the uh, ladder, and that female character was coming down, and he looks right up, and her ass, her underwear is right in his face, and he's like, "Oh, excuse me." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was the guy which made it even better. It just made for the most um, interesting uh, moments. And he, he he has a lot of them. I think he even has an emote, which is a banana on a stick. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. Bring back the banana in the holster. The ultimate weapon combo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's got some videos that have done amazingly well. 38,000 views and so on. And of late... His videos don't seem to be getting the same traction they used to, but that's probably because a lot of people haven't heard of him. Um, you know, it's been so long. I can't remember the last time he did a run with uh, The Running Man. Um, so definitely go check his channel out, folks. He's an amazing guy. Let him know the podcast sent you. Um, you, you won't regret it. He, he streams a lot, streams regularly. He's, he's uh, quite fond of the dirty jokes as well, isn't he, Amish? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's always on at night. i, I got to catch him more. Yeah. Well, night my time. No. And he's a very wholesome player. Like his um, Daisy Bandit series, uh, you can check it, or Base Bandits, you can check it in um, here, uh, were amazing as well. Um, so he's got a Series 2 and a Series 1 where, yeah, just definitely worth watching. Really good adventures um, that you'll enjoy. And some of his stuff, like I loved it back in the day when... Um, when they used to run as the trio and you'd sit there excited knowing that all three of them were going to release a video showing their angle of an incident. And you'd watch all three videos, wouldn't you, Amish? Oh, yeah. Well, he did Toby, like, picture-in-picture picture a lot with the bass band and stuff. Yep. So you got to see perspectives. I've, I've tried that a few times because of him, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Toby's very underrated as well. Toby's his uh, go-to running partner, mm-hmm. along with Molly. Plays with Molly yeah, oh, yeah. a lot. Miss Magoo. Um, someone sent me your contact details for Mr. Rectangle. Uh, I'll be honest and say I don't think I've heard of Mr. Rectangle, but that's because there's just so many people at the moment. It's hard to keep track of everyone, isn't it, Marks? Yeah, it's a lot of, lot of people. A lot of, a lot of new players coming into the, the, uh, the scene every every day, even. This race. It's <clears> crazy. Now, our artwork created Mini Spotlight. The very talented Miss Knifey Spoonie. Um, she's done some stuff for me as well. Uh, but uh, I like her little description here. Hello, I make them little pictures in your Twitch chats. Um, she, <laughs> yeah, she's done some good stuff. Um, so if you're looking for someone to create some um, good quality emotes for you, definitely check her out. I'll share her link in chat as well for you all. Uh, but yeah, we're kind of a bit spoiled for choice at the moment. There's so many amazing artists out there doing this sort of stuff. Who do you use, Amish? Uh, Doc Strangelove. Uh, I, Lolly Fox made my first set of emotes, yep. um, and then she kind of stopped making them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Doc Strangelove has just man. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to take away from the the spotlight uh, for for Knifey Spoonie because um, her work seems great too. But yeah, like Doc just 
so easy to work with like i just come to him with like some crazy idea that doesn't work and he'll either make it work or explain why it won't and here's an alternative like he's he's who i've been using uh recently yeah i've heard about him as well we might have to shine a spot uh spotlight on him next week uh but yeah, yeah. knifey is amazing she's a, a lovely young lass as well um and very prompt very quick to get back to you um so yeah Heavily involved in the Daisy community as well. Awesome. Um, and last but not least, <clears throat> our community spotlight, and we talked about it before, but this is the website if you want to find out more about Day Zero. Um, Happy Bombs has a website that's up and running. Um, so definitely check it out. You'll be you'll be very, very happy if you are interested in a good community that's well run is going to be around isn't just um you know a flash in the pan community so definitely go check it out um winter churneris deer isle and the mollsk uh, is it still winter churneris amish i don't think so no no so website they, they've changed update, things but... around a bit they do those death squads every thursdays which is like it's a really a lot of fun and they're always tweaking exactly how that works there was a bandit system and stuff like that but i think that they took winter cherno and they made i could be wrong but they made that a specific uh death squad for thursday night death squads um it's just that server and now there's a separate cherno server that has those base rate improvements that you were talking about with like mm -hmm. building actual buildings and then using gas canisters both jerry cans and the blue ones uh for explosions and stuff but yeah but thursdays like if any, anybody in the chat uh Thursday nights around, I think it starts at like 3 p.m. Eastern Standard, um, 8 p.m. Uh, UK time. They, every Thursday, it's just a PvP shit show in a, a designated town. It's it's a blast. Yeah, and there's it, like also you win prizes. There's there's all kinds of cool stuff along as, with as that. As a custom gear that the guys carry, like that that revolver looks so badass, doesn't it, Marks? Yeah, it does. It does. That's uh, a sweet the, little model. The revolvers in the game and stuff, that all that those weapons always seem way too clean. That yeah. kind of makes sense. Like they always seem like they're brand new, just out of the box, but stuff like that kind of look a bit, a bit more used. So I like the grips that are on it as well. make it look quite nice. Even the helmet looks pretty cool. Doesn't it agony? Yeah. I've always uh, actually enjoyed the fact that zero goes out of the way to put variants of things that are already existing in the game. Because mm -hmm. that's such a, a a bare minimum thing that the developers could be doing, <laughs> like just different colored plate carriers, even. And see, this I, is um, we were we'll talking before yet. about mods. Um, uh, might not have been in here. It might have been in uh, just in a conversation I was having. And someone said about you know how do servers differentiate themselves if they can't get custom mods? Well, this is the way you can do it: create custom items uh, that are unique to your server. Um, yep. You know, th that's a way to um you know have stuff you know the, the death squads nearly everyone in chat has heard of death squad thursday um i've never played in it just because the ping sucks for me uh, but even i've heard of death squad even i've heard of the true colors um events that um happy bombs does it's amazing i actually did not know that about the lores that is awesome Nate just said they, they have custom... I knew they had custom lures. I didn't know they changed like, how successful you are at fishing. Oh, I didn't even know that either. I didn't know that either. Custom lures with higher success rate for fishing. That's awesome. You know, little things like that. They're easy to do. 
Yeah, small stuff like that adds up, honestly, because it's like, even with clothes, I'm sure a lot of you guys saw how rampant and infectious ponchos were when ponchos were first introduced as a mod. Mm -hmm. It's like you saw one server playing, and then people were just like, oh, they got ponchos on this server. Yes. I like playing that. Just Wind, because Windstride's no ponchos are awesome. Anymore. I love them. So, I love yeah, his, um, yeah. They just look badass. Used to be back in the day, you saw somebody with a ghillie hood. You knew they were the tryhard. Now it's the poncho people are the tryhards. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. But, guys, I want to thank you so, so much. And now it's time for you guys to give me your highlights. Amish, what's been something that stood out for you? And not even just the last week, but it's really stood out of late that you want to give a shout-out to? Deer Isle. Yeah? Dude, that map. I mean, like, it's just it's so good uh, and i mean john mcclain puts a lot of work into it and what i think is so special about deer isle is the way that like the map tells the story by itself so like and cherno has this stuff too but deer isle just has it in spades like you you're you're walking down the road and you see like tire tracks on the road veering off to the left you see a guardrail knocked down and then you go down to the ditch and there's a bus there and you're just like okay so like i know what happened here a bus veered off the road and crashed or you know, there's this one area, I always use that as an example, there's this area that has, it's a police station and a grocery store with a well there, and it's completely walled off, you can't get in, but if you look around a little bit and you go into some ruins, there's a way to cross a, like a bridge above it to get into the thing. I mean, everybody knows about the hidden underground locations. I've seen, I mean, I want to say like five or six of them, but there's more I haven't seen yet. Dude's got like, nerd stuff in there like mjolnir and an x-wing and he's planning on adding more uh you know the the vault i think that square footage wise deer isle is supposed to be the same size as cherno but like the vault itself is like the size of the mosque it's insane how vast that thing is and just how tricky it is to get around it it's i just i can't recommend it enough and then obviously zero is a great um server to play it on and 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 I mean, I'm only describing a couple of things, but there's like a whole section of Deer Isle that hasn't even, it's not even done yet. Like they got like a sunken village that like no one goes to because it's barely on the map. Like I just, when that, I think that Deer Isle, Cherno always holds a special place in my heart. Daisy was designed around it, but like Deer Isle, I think is probably number two with Namalsk like right below it. Uh, and mostly that's because I'm a wimp and I can't deal with Namalsk uh, and the elements on a, on a daily basis because that shit is brutal. I, I love it, but it's like a every other day map for me. Just watching um, Donald Chirrus's um, uh, cinematic he did on it, and it's such a beautiful map. I think we need to look at getting Benny back on the show soon, Marks, just to talk about what yeah. he's done since you know these videos came out and what he's got planned and... Because he's just, he's always working on it, Agony. Yeah, he's always streaming and he's always adding. And like you said, Amish, the, the little attention to detail that he puts into, you know, you love the map to tell you a story, Agony. As you're going around, you can look and say, I wonder what happened here. And, oh, yeah, yeah. yes. You know, Visual storytelling but... is something that's huge in Daisy, And I don't think that, I don't think that any of the maps do it nearly as well as Deer Isle actually does in terms of visual storytelling. The mall has the lore that helps with that but yeah deer house yeah. just does it purely visual you know yeah honestly in, in that type of situation that's in a survival game in my opinion that's the type that's the best type of lore that you could have is just visual not confirmation but like visual affirmation just like oh you have an idea of what happened it's like with fallout 
when you walk into an area, you see a skeleton with a gun in their hand and like whatever various objects in the distance, you're just like, oh shit, I wonder what happens here. Three rooms down, you read a, a, a terminal that explains what happens and you fully piece it together. So it's just like small things being delivered bit by bit instead of being spoon fed to you really add up in terms of mm. discovery and ambiance on a map. Well, and, and not to mention, oh, sorry. I didn't interrupt you. Well, well, not to mention that, like, some people have said, like, oh, Wednesday's you going to add, like, missions. Like, uh, you know, and yeah. they've done, like, airdrops and things like that. Again, like, without, like, having to tell a story or put, like, text in, like, num num sorry, uh, Deer Isle has given you a mission. Like, you know, we had a group of people get on. We're like, all right, we're going to go find a key card. Here's where we think we can find a key card. We got to get two. We're going to go into the vault. We're going to explore. Hopefully we can all make it out alive. And, like, we were losing people along the way. The temple is the same way, um, although it requires less work to get there. Like, you have these missions that it creates just from the map. It doesn't need uh, a, an AC-130 is flying over Novoya Petrovka, and then everybody rushes there. You know, it doesn't need yeah. that. It does it all by itself, and it's just, like, just next level. I, th I think that's the whole beauty of Daisy as a whole, is there is no actual goal. There is no linear set course that you need to take it's just whatever happens happens yes and yeah. whatever's in front of you that is your story that is how you get your story and if it were any other way at that point if you add missions you're again you're just playing arma at that point so if, i feel like why a lot of people struggle with days v is they they struggle with that concept of you know you see it all the time you'd probably get it as well in chat amish what what, what what's this game all about what do you do and the only answer is whatever you want to do yeah exactly yeah. And and for some people, that's kind of like, but, but what? What? what it's was it's what you make it, you know. Doctor Drek, oh, sorry, Drek. What's uh the rearmed server trailer? So, uh, do you want me to explain it? Yeah. I I made so remember I was talking to you in Discord about that Tarkov inspired server. Yep. Um, I'll do this as my uh, spotlight. I made a video today. Uh on this um, server. It's basically Escape from Tarkov uh, inspired in Daisy. So there's certain rooms and buildings around the map that you know in Tarkov you either have keys or a key card to get into certain rooms. This one as well, you find around the map and on zombies and such key cards and keys to get into rooms. Key cards are for high tier loot and keys are usually for medium loot, base building loot, that type of stuff. Um, they have all these around the places. So like Tissy, for example, is a very high tier um, spot. And you go there and there's AI there. that basically scavs and they will shoot you and all the rest of it. And you can obviously loot them and all that stuff as well. But when you like open a door, for example, in Tissy, like, you know, the HQ in Tissy has an underground area. That's key card off. So you go in there. It, it sounds an alarm that goes off. And it basically um, alerts anybody in that area. It's a very, very low alarm. It goes off for a while and you can hear from a great distance that you're in that area and you're after opening that certain room. They have stuff like this well. Um, they have an oil rig that's out just off the coast of Cherno. Same thing. It has AI on that. Um, it has AI and then those rooms again where you require a black key card to get into it to be able to open these rooms to get all the loot and the alarms go off and stuff like that as well it's um it, it was very very cool very unique 
and these keys make you explore the map more to places you mightn't necessarily visit and it, it's it's really cool and yeah people people are really really liking it and um yeah it's, it's it's cool it's something unique and different to just your standard daisy servers so cool yeah it's uh it's pretty cool I like the official trailer. The best DayZ service. Sorry, other service. DayZ Riyadh. <laughs> but this is great. You know, someone's coming up with a, a different way to play the game. And yeah, when you find yourself getting a bit bored, Amish, oh. um, you generally just need to go and find um, another uh, server that, that mixes it up a bit for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I rarely find myself getting bored, but that one does sound interesting. Another thing that was part of this is it has dynamic airplane crashes. So these airplanes fly in. They're usually the big AC-130s. They fly in, they'll explode, and then they'll crash randomly around the map, and they'll have loot on them, which you can go loot and all that. And sometimes if you're lucky, you'll see it flying overhead and explode. And It's another really cool thing instead of having just static heli crashes all around the place. I like those ideas, but without like the text that says, like tells everybody on the map where it's going to be. Like if it's just something you see and it yeah. crashes, I, I like that it, idea. Oh, it, but, it but the other one I like, Amish, is a radio to call to encourage people to have a radio on them tuned into the default channel 87.8 Survivor FM. Um, shameless plug there. <laughs> um, but, you know, something that gets people interacting. So it's, it's a choice thing of not a message popping up on screen, but a, um, <clears throat> you know, Survivor Missions has it where it's, you, know, you don't even need to record the message, but it's something that pops up on screen if you have a radio turned on. Um, there is going to be a drop in uh, near Beloda or you know, at XYZ location, maybe give coordinates um, instead of the message that pops up for everyone. Reward people for actually carrying a radio on them. Like, that looks fucking sweet as. Yeah, there is no text. It's just if you see it coming overhead... You'll know it's crashing. There is no text to tell you it's incoming or anything like that. Mm. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be nice if it Do just they... said Mayday, Mayday, going down near Beloda. That would also be cool, yeah. Yeah. Is it an infinite stamina server or like traders or anything infinite... like that? Yeah, it okay. does have infinite stamina tra traders, but... Okay. Because you find like Bitcoin and graphics cards like you wouldn't tackle and you get to sell them and stuff like that to be able to buy whatever you want, cars or whatnot. I'm interested. Yeah, it's completely different yeah, to mine. Great. I'm interested purely from the perspective of it's something different. Some different, um, you know, things to do in the game, to mix it up, a bit of variety. Yeah. See, I would like to see servers like this actually come out, except without traders. I would love to actually experience all the other mods just yeah. without traders. It would be cool, <clears throat> yeah. Which kind of ties you back to why I'm always sad when I see certain mods linked to a certain server if that server doesn't match your play style um, you miss out on the joy of experiencing something that's yeah. fucking awesome Which, yeah. what about you agony you got any highlights for us mate um can it be uh does it have to be a mod uh not creator be in particular anything, um, anything that you want to shout out be, uh probably mommy dead frag then i think he's actually doing a 12-hour stream right now i ran into him Sometime November of last year, I want to say. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the few times I actually ran with somebody in day one and befriended them, uh, which I'm glad I did. But it's a solid streamer. Good dude. Knows how to talk to his chat. 
good runs actually entertaining isn't your run-of-the-mill streamer so definitely check out dead frag if y'all want to give a chance um on top of that more than anything i hate to self-plug but streamer, so if you can check out, check out the one youtube video that i have because i can't stream until i get a new motherboard and cpu my motherboard died so pretty much youtube is my only form of content creation if i'm going to continue doing it right now Which until i get like a new one into chat so people can see it uh, first and foremost, let me plug Dead Frags because I would much rather plug the homie than myself right now. Seconded on Dead Frag and Agony as well, but yeah, Dead Frag's a good dude. We'll rate him um, when the uh, stream ends. Um, awesome, I appreciate that. <clears throat> so just share your channel, mate. What's your YouTube channel? Because I've got Dead Frag uh, here. One second. I have to go pull the link because I do not have an actual URL. Just said you need like 100 followers or something like that. There you go. That's my most recent and only video there. Probably going to do more. Like I said, that's pretty much all I can do is make videos until I get a new PC, pretty much. So go, I like mate. the you thumbnail. Just, you just hit 29. <laughs> yeah. It's very meme -y. It's not serious. It starts off serious. I intended it to be a cinematic movie, but um, I don't know, man. I'm a shit posty person when it comes to stuff like this. I have to add, have humor in there. So I've got to say, mate, hasn't I'm heard impressed of me. all your cinematic work. Um, oh, I appreciate it, man. Thank it, you. It, it, I, I never did any of this sort of stuff, which is why my uh, gameplay videos uh, suck by comparison to you know, people like Fubar Bundy who are all about those cinematic intros to their videos and stuff like that. Um, you, you're definitely giving yourself the best possible um, start there, mate. Um, I appreciate that. That's actually something I want to incorporate a little bit in the future and further videos is... Um, having cinematics thrown in with the memes in the shit posts mm -hmm. just to really starkly contrast even though it is meant to be a humorous video it still looks nice and clean so my um little shout out is going to be for someone like yourself mate um who oh, that's just mike that's the homie video. mike doherty yeah um he just released his first video and i gotta say man it was fucking good um, I'm, I'm subscribed to him on my personal channel. I'm subscribing to him on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, but uh, Daisy, a Slavic adventure. Um, that was his. Uh, he did a short little one there. Um, a Daisy short, but again, you know, just a, a great video um, with some beautiful cinematic work. It's, it's amazing to see the quality that some of these people are putting into their videos, Amish. You know, first time YouTubers, and they're creating stuff like this. So shout yeah, out to both I'd, you and Mike, mate. Yep. Mike yeah. is, uh, he's definitely been wanting to do that for a while. I spoke with him uh, a while back saying that he was thinking about getting into it and I didn't think he was going to actually delve into it that far. Like I knew he'd put quality into it, obviously, because he's pretty passionate about the game, but glad to see him actually doing it. Same, same. Very, very happy. Yeah, I've seen um, Mike in the community for a while. I'm glad yeah. to see he's making videos. I'll think, I'm just subbed. I'll check it out reminders chat these are really cool yeah he's one of those guys like um i'm gonna make an announcement now as well what we're going to be doing folks is um i've I got a bit of feedback a little bit of criticism um on the daisy podcast um that it's more about creators and so on and 
not so much about Daisy. And I thought about it after I got my you know bit of butt hurt um, over and done with. Uh, but I thought about it and I went, they're kind of right. You know, pretty much all we've ever done is have modders and YouTubers and streamers on um, and sometimes dev team as our guests. So every month, the last episode of every month um, is going to feature two players, just players, people who aren't YouTubers or something like that. Although I do have Mike and Mike is now a YouTuber, but he's still very relatively unknown. So I think he still qualifies. Um, but if you guys are interested in being guests on the show, um Join our Discord and let us know um, because we want to hear from the average players as well because I've said it time and time again, Amish, that as content creators, like you were talking before about one of the advantages of the creator server is going to be that people will, um, like the running man, will be able to maybe experiment with base building, um, which they've never been able to do. As content creators, we play the game differently a bit to the average person because... You know, it's all about creating content that people enjoy watching. And, you know, I play survivalist and my streams are boring as fuck uh, because I'm, you know, stalking a pig and then hunting it and skinning it and crafting stuff and cooking up all the meat and um, just generally wandering around and looting and trying to avoid interaction because that's how I like to play. But that's boring content. Content creators play the game differently to the average Joe. So we want to hear from... The average person who just plays DayZ the way normal people do, people who aren't creating content. What do you guys think of that idea? Yeah, it's a good idea. Be cool to see what other people, how other people play the game and stuff like that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, whenever encourages growth in the game and the community and encourages more people to connect with other people, the better, honestly. Because the whole... Include... Like... Inclusivity will pretty much ruin any scene that's possible. So having more regular people, more of everyone in general, like I said, it just only promotes growth. Everyone wins. So on March 27th, we've got Sandal and Syntax joining us, two um, players that are quite well known in the, um, uh, to me. Um, and yeah, so <clears throat> I'm excited for it. It's going to be good to um, hear from um, the average Joe. Um, about their thoughts on Daisy and all the things we talk about. That's great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just know. laughing at what Aiden just wrote in chat. I thought about going on an all. Yeah, that days, was a good one. But that's just nuts. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Guys, I want to thank you so, so much. Um, I want to announce um, next week's um, guest now. Um, next week is our 52nd episode. So that's one year of the podcast. I can't believe we made it this long. Um, yeah, we've changed a lot. I think we've improved a lot, but always looking to improve. And next week, um, I'm still yet to tie down one of these people com uh, confirmed. I've sent him a message. I'm just waiting on a reply. Um, but we have got Soma um, coming back. Uh, we had him in episode 42 talking about Survivor Games. Um, we've got Lou, who was also involved in Survivor Games, and hopefully Brian Hicks coming on as well. Um, <clears throat> and potentially also having someone from the Daisy Dev team. I'm just waiting on a reply from them as well. Um, so 52 weeks off the podcast. We'll have to try and work something out. And hopefully, fingers crossed, Brimstone will be back next week as well. He said he was going to try to come back for the uh, one-year anniversary. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> Ben was meant to be back this week, but I don't know what happened there. But 
Um, hopefully we get him back next week as well. So I'll have to try and tee some stuff up as um, uh, some prizes or something like that to give away next week as well because it's a, a big milestone hitting one year of podcasts. Congrats. Congrats That's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It is, yeah, a lot, of, but it's a, it's it's a passion project for me, mate. I love Daisy. I love talking to people about Daisy, and you know we got a nice bit of feedback the other day. Um, uh, let me see if I can find the exact wording of it. Um, I put it into the admin chat, I think. Uh, where is it? Um, Uh, from London, I've got to say the Daisy podcast is really, really incredible these days. Being listening while working at Boydie and the crew have really hit their stride. It's entertaining, informative, so natural and fluid. It's like sitting in Discord with your buddies. That, to me, was a really good comment because you know, that's kind of what we try to emulate here. And I hope you guys have enjoyed being guests on the show. It's been great getting your point of view. But we love that um, feel that it's, you know, we're just Daisy fans talking about Daisy. I, I enjoyed it immensely because of that. You know, like I feel like I talk about Daisy all the time, but it's like it kind of feels like you in a vacuum, like just talking, you know, yeah. and you, you got like chat and stuff, but like just a school to just talk to other fans about it, you know? Yes. Yep. Opinions. Yep. Yes. That's why we mix it up. That's why we try to get as many different people in as possible to get different points of view on the game and just, yeah, because we don't always agree. Uh, but hey, that's the beauty of Daisy. You can play Daisy how the fuck you want. No one can tell you what yep. is right and wrong. It's only what works for you. Yeah, exactly. So Amish. So basically, oh sorry, this was an AA meeting for Daisy Addicts. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't an AA meeting. This was a fan club. Uh, I haven't played in like <laughs> ten minutes, dude. It's getting to me. <laughs> I got some of that Daisy, man. I need some. So Agony, where can we catch you, mate? When are you going to be streaming next? Uh, honestly. Dead. It's all a matter of getting a new motherboard and a CPU right now. I haven't been able to find a job because of COVID for quite a while. So yeah. Poor bugger. it's a matter of choosing between paying rent right now and buying a CPU and a mobile. So I hope you get it, man. That, that I, I do too. I mean, I can stream off of my streaming PC, but my streaming PC has a 10-year-old CPU and I'm running a GTX 960 in there and mm. I can't even put my Sapphire in there because I have an RX 5700 that I can use, but it's not compatible with the BIOS on that one. So my I can stream off my my old PC but it's going to be a drastic step down to go from 2 PC to 1 PC off of Nvenc and stuff like that so yeah. I don't know if I want to do that it's not the best look Where can um someone send you a bit of coin if they've got a few dollars spare mate have you got a link on your um Twitch profile I do actually there is a donation through Stream Elements I believe yes Post a link in my chat, mate, just in case anyone does have a fiver or a tenner or something spare that they can chuck your way. Yeah, one second. And what about yourself, Amish? When can we see you online next? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be on tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Hopefully, I'm going to try to make it to A3, but I don't. I honestly don't know if I can take it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll be on tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern, and then Monday's my edit day nowadays. But yeah, try to do at least five streams a week and then one YouTube video every Saturday. So Your just videos have, oh, yeah, have been I going well, mate. Today. Your videos have been going well. Yeah, thanks. I, the YouTube algorithm is a, is a tricksy mistress. She really just doesn't <laughs> like you sometimes, but I've, I've just been loving doing them. And like, like I said, the last video, I tried to make my first one after I quit my job, like really special. So I just like 
use music from like the kinks and uh um you know willie nelson just like all their stuff just to make it really like poppy and fun uh which i won't be able to do that every week unfortunately but uh, congrats you know. again on that by the way quitting your job and being able to pursue what you want to do as a craft like full-time that's fucking massive bro so yeah that's on that terrifying but it's also it's just yeah, i just nah, can't believe I, I can imagine yeah i mean I, I just can't believe it honestly i don't know how to put it in the words but i'm psyched hopefully it works out and i don't uh, end up homeless so <laughs> mate you need to do more of the guide videos i'm just looking at your channel now and i do your uploads 584,000 views mate that's fucking insane numbers yeah I, I gotta get back to i want to get back to loot root guides for i want to do deer isle but i, I kind of want to wait till the map is done uh, i gotta get back to namask loot roots but like like it's been you know i've been i was very lucky throughout covid i'm not trying to sound ungrateful but like it was it was tough to find time for extra stuff like that you know hmm. uh between the real job and then doing this and then keeping my wife from divorcing me so um <laughs> but yeah it's uh it's cool i'm looking forward to what's next you know probably raid shadow legends i think that's where my career is going. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> marks what about yourself mate when are you going to be streaming next tomorrow be live tomorrow as usual just just search marks on youtube is the first thing that comes up so yeah that's where you can find me awesome and he's on youtube folks so definitely check him out um, popping out some great videos as well, mate. You've been uh, killing it there as well lately. So, um, yeah, what's going to be your highlight segment from tonight's show, mate? Have you got any thoughts on that? Um, I don't know yet. I'll have to sit and have a quick tink and uh, see what I can uh, come up with. Awesome. Um, so, make sure you sub to his channel. He pokes those out um, as soon as possible. Um, he's not bound by the uh, 24 hours like I am with Twitch. So, he can uh, do it um, straight away. Thank you for that, yep. Boydie. No, you're welcome, mate. You're welcome. Um, I got my little uh, Twitch check um, uh, from last month, so I had a few dollars to spare, mate. So happy to send some money your way to help you get back in the game, mate. We all know what it's like when things are playing up. I've got to do some stuff with my computer soon. I've been having issues here and there, but um, at the moment, it's still working fine. Very much appreciated, bro. Happy to help, mate. Happy to help. Um, and like as lucky he, he posted the link there even if it's only a dollar even if it's five dollars whatever folks um, agony could do with some love right now and I'll try to remember to put that um, link in the video as well um, for anyone who feels like chucking a few bucks your way mate there's been some really generous people in the community lately which is fantastic to see um, Appreciate e that, man. even if I did make fun of uh, did you see my um, tweet the other day Amish I know I'm a risky person to follow because I like um, firing people up uh, but someone um, <laughs> someone put a thing out about um, uh, a role back in ancient Rome um, <clears throat> that was basically um, someone who leeches off a society um, and yeah, gets paid yeah. for it yeah <laughs> see that one yeah uh, really quickly can I say one thing before anyone yes. does that if anyone does donate anything um give me your email and all that i'm a producer and an audio engineer i don't want free shit so if you do donate something i will if you stream or anything like that let me make you some custom alerts for like sound alerts and stuff like that because the whole idea of getting free stuff i'm i'm big on returning so if there's anybody that needs like custom alert noises and shit like that not just like looping something from a song that you want like legitimate custom original stuff Mate, you I'd know much what you rather can, you give know what you, you that can do? in return. You know what you can do? Upload some uh, more sounds to the um, Stream Alerts um, library uh, for Twitch. 
um, some really good ones. Um, I don't know whether you guys have um, seen them. Do you use them on your stream, um, Amish? Uh, I ha I use... I'm going to need to get alerts at some point because at some point I think DMCA is going to catch up with me. There's um, a really although cool... I might be okay. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, the, the, but there's no, a I really don't. cool um, you have extension any ideas you can you, get for Twitch. Uh, um, I've got it on my channel and people can donate bits and it will make a sound that um, if you set it up... Um, oh, you're talking about the soundboards that you pay soundboard. bits for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and people oh, donate... Yeah, I don't use those. Yeah, yeah neither do I. There's, Dude, there's... I've got M4 alerts. They scare the shit out of me enough. I can't have like a bear going <laughs> off my ear. I'll freak out. Well, if you've got them for your alerts, you can do those same sounds. Um, and for someone like you, mate, with the amount of people you get, you would need to make them, you know, 20 or $30 worth uh, for them to do it. Uh, but if you're open to the idea of people scaring you with alerts, this is another way to have a bit of fun. I've got it on my stream. Um, and... If people do it right, oh my god, they scare the absolute living bejesus out of me. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the timing people get, it's unbelievable how good they are. Yes. Horrible. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've seen people too. get scared over something that isn't even scary. Like, I've seen people get scared over a fart noise in the middle of an intense gunfight. <laughs> um, I've been following uh, Rhino a bit on, um, he's been playing Scum, and he's got some good ones like, I'll wait until he's in a military area, um, and then he's got like a door open one, and I'll play that sound, and he'll be like, there's someone oh. fucking here. Um, and then, you know, what I want is a more variety of noises. So you, you, you tee it up and, you know, you spend 100 bits to do a door open, get them a little bit on edge, spend 100 bits to make a mech go, you know, freeze. And they go, yeah, there is someone fucking here. So you're gradually building their suspension up and then you, <laughs> you spend the 400, 500 bitties and it's an AK-47 going off in their ear. And yeah, it's uh, for me, yeah. I, I, for me, I want to kill a streamer with alerts. That's my goal. I'm yet to do that. But I want to kill a streamer <laughs> in game with alerts, um, and I'm clip willing it. to pay to do premeditation. Clip it. We know. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that way we can hold him accountable. <laughs> Good luck, mate. I'm in Australia. What are you gonna fucking do to me? <laughs> I think the environment will do enough to you, bro. <laughs> I've seen uh, the spiders, y'all got. We don't need to do nothing. It's not the spiders that you need to worry about. There's really only two spiders in Australia that are dangerous. That's the redback and the funnel web. It's the fucking snakes, man. The snakes, the jellyfish, the fucking cassowary, a big fucking six-foot bird that'll slice your throat open. Oh, uh, I can deal with a snake, man. I just don't want no fucking small dog-sized spider in my house. Like, I'm good. They need to pay rent. <laughs> Mate, that, the, the one that everyone's scared of, uh, the bird-eating spider, yeah, it'll make you a bit crook, but it's not fatal. Um, unless you're like a really old person or sick person. Um, but that said, I have a phobia of spiders. I am scared shitless of them. Wait, and you have yeah, I can't fucking tolerate them either. You have spiders that eat birds. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought it was a crab. It's like a coconut crab. Is that what you guys are talking about? Or is, am I... No, there's a bird-eating spider and a coconut crab. Those are two different things, if I recall correctly. I've never, never okay. in Australia. I, okay. no. I oh, my fucking God. I'm looking at them on stream. Give me a second. <laughs> Like I've literally got this chills. off topic. Um, I've literally got chills just opening this page up, and there is a scene that I remember. Like Steve Irwin wasn't scared of much, um, but even he was shaking when he had a bird-eating spider on a piece of uh, bark. I'm not. I'm not looking at it. Don't care. Not doing it. 
Oh, it looks cuddly. It is not fucking cuddly. It is an evil-looking fucking thing, man. Evil-looking fucking thing. And yes, they do eat birds. I gotta stomp that bitch out the moment I see it. If I have the balls enough to get within five feet of it. Burn the house down. Yes. Just get rid of it. Nuke it. People ask why I had guns in Texas. It was for protection against spiders, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good answer. I like that. I had a mate. Home um, invader, I can beat them up. Spiders, they getting shot. I'm just turning that off. I had a, uh, a mate when I was in the army and we're out bush, um, and the area I was stationed in um, had bird-eating spiders, and they do these big fucking webs. Like, you knew when you hit one of their webs because it was like walking into um, plastic line. Um, it was that strong. And he found one, and he got a stick, and he quickly whipped it around, so the, the spider got trapped in its own web. Um, and then he was taking it around and showing everyone. Um, and you could just see the fangs, you could see the arms sticking through the web, and he's come up and he's held it right in front of my face. He's gone, boy, do you look at this? And I'd literally frozen, but my breathing just instantly went to panic mode, and I was like, that's cool, man, that's cool. Um, and then he <laughs> moved on and went to someone else, and my mate who was sitting next to me, he knew of my fear of spiders, and he gone, boy, that is honestly the first time I've ever seen a black man go white. <laughs> I shit I... a fucking brick, mate. It was, oh my God. Um, this is the only Australian monster I want to deal with. But, uh, <laughs> but no, guys, thank you so, so much. Um, I, I love the podcast. I love getting people like yourself on. Cheddar, thank you for gracing us with your opinion. We know you're the true star of the podcast. He's the star of everything. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not biting it. He usually hates cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nice, I got a nice video of my bird um, attacking a GoPro. Um, yeah, love him. I love birds, man. They're yeah. fucking awesome. He's all right. You just got to clean. Yeah, the thanks for having now. us. It was fun. It was, it was nice meeting you guys. It was nice meeting you too, mate. I think this is the first time you and I have ever chatted. Um, same with you, Agony. Um, Locally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the rule is open. If you're ever watching and we're talking about something that you've got um, feel you've got an urgent opinion on, we never remove our guests from um, the guest role. Uh, you're welcome to poke your head back in any time. And if you've got something you really want to talk about, let us know and we'll fit it in. Cool, awesome for sure. Cheers, guys. All the best, everyone. Um, we are gonna now head on over and raid. Um, uh, oh God, I'm having a senior moment. Dead, uh, dead frag. frag. There we go. So all the best, everyone. Say goodbye. Yep. Appreciate See it, guys. Later. Yeah, have a good one. I'll catch you Bye, later, guys. Thank you so much. Good meeting you. See you later. 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 My heart